Hey, what's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back, uh, episode seven. We got our homie Obi Flett in the house. Got the resident homies Joseph, Casey, and Joel. I myself am Anthony Trapani, and we are back. We are here to show you some more brutal fucking California death metal. And what better, who better to bring on when we're talking about brutal death metal in California than Obi Flett? You can just what's watch. up, dude? What's up? What's happening? <laughs> you. Yeah, dude. We want dude. The reason why we wanted to bring you on is because we obviously our history, you know, we got what 15 plus years, uh, Joel, Casey, and I with you, you know, I think 2005. It's been a minute. Was, yeah. Showcase Theater was the first time I had ever met you. You handed me that first inherit demo. Was that when you guys, it was just you guys and was that a Deeds show? I've been trying to think about this. I've been trying to think about this in the last, you know, week trying to pinpoint this. I don't know if I was even in Odious yet because there was a showcase show that we did those double duty shows in the first run. I was not in Odious yet. Oh, you did Carnivorous, right? Yeah. So it was, yeah, yeah. It was still the same lineup, Carnivorous, Odious, right. Decrepit, Severed. Yep. But the first OG double duty tour was not i was not in odious yet so mm-hmm. i think that that might have been so you were playing in carnivorous that that time mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. shit! okay That's and right. then the second time that. we came through it was carnivorous and i was also doing vocals for odious but yeah so when we met so that had to have been 2005 2000 around was there it earlier than that 05. was it 2004 it was probably 05 I think yeah that makes sense yeah. So you're you're a guy from the Santa Barbara Ventura area. How how long is Corona from you? Corona uh, depends. You know those Friday night shows. Like sometimes it takes us three hours to get down there. Really? Sometimes more. The traffic is like horrendous, dude. But uh, I, I, that's three- one thing. Real quick, sorry to just cut you off. I was also thinking about the other thing too. Is that like the showcase was your? To us, it's the Pound SF. To you, it's the showcase you know all the good shit was coming through there right is that like your main hub of like all well, the that's underground where a shit lot of them were at you know yeah uh, there, there there used to be so many good spots like in hollywood man like the house of blues the knitting factory um uh, the key club you know oh, there yeah. was killer shows at all those places man you and know, they're man. within basically that same distance it's actually the half the distance to hollywood like uh, no corona is like south like kind of out in the you know yeah that's, i'm ill i'm ill uh educated on geography down there it's, it's all good uh, yeah, it's yeah. but so later. corona's further south of la okay yeah yeah all yeah, right so then east. hollywood shows were much easier for you to get to definitely then. definitely yeah. that's a straight shot what about cool. ventura itself ventura because i've played in ventura so i know no. there's some venues there um, there's cool spots everywhere where death metal shows were like smaller death metal shows have all like shut down. And then, you know, there's somewhere else there's been little dive bars and like cool spots. The Ventura theater, you know, they, they've had a lot of cool shows there. Like, uh, you know, uh, Entombed cannibals played there a bunch of times, um, you know, and bigger bands play there too. So, um, that's like the main, you know, Ventura theater has been there for as long as I can remember. Did you ever play in Downey, California? the holy goalie <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. yeah yeah that's probably you the know, most sketchy you know, part of la i've ever played I, in 
I don't think we played at the Holy Goalie. I've seen bands at the Holy Goalie. I've been yeah, there, yeah. but I don't think I ever, uh, I don't think I, we ever, they might've played before I was even in Inherit Disease, like way back in the day, like oh, 03 wow. or something like that. But uh, is, yeah. is that the place that, that the power was going out on every band yep. except for Carnivorous? What's up? Yep. yep. That was, that was the severed Carnivorous <laughs> odious little run. Yeah. Every yeah. band that night had the, the venue completely went dark and then you would just hear the drummer. That was the night that our our buddy um, Murray from Severed choked out uh, another friend of ours, Mike Marinkovich. <laughs> yeah. on the ground. Well, <laughs> it's because he was pulling his pants down in the middle. I know, of the I know, crowd, dude. So yeah, you can't fuck like, with Murray. Ah, you got to be out of here. Murray's. I think he was just trying to moon us. He was trying to moon us, but I think his pants dropped a little further than he wanted them. <laughs> well, they had all the no moshing signs. I remember that because I remember seeing those. Yeah, but Murray's not that. the dude that necessarily. Yeah, yeah. That was the first, uh, I think, encounter with the no moshing was the holy goalie. Like seeing like it that posted it everywhere. Like no crowd surfing, no moshing. We're like, no, I literally think Murray was just like, this motherfucker doesn't have his pants on, dude. He's out. (laughs) He took it upon himself to be the bouncer, huh? Yeah. 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 He's like, fuck this dude's butt cheeks. You're out of (laughs) here. Fuck yeah, dude. Great start. I love it. And I want to get to the beginning of your journey we've done it with everybody else like tell us take us back to high school like when shit was like oh i'm did you did you guys have did you have any band going on in high school or no i did not man i had a guitar and Mm -hmm. i jammed a couple times you know what's crazy is i remember the first time i actually like got with a drummer and a bass player and i had my guitar and we were playing like uh I was like a Metallica song, like one of the classics, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember the first time the drums like locked in with the guitar and I was just like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. But that like literally lasted like 20 seconds. And that was probably about as far as I got playing guitar in a fucking band. And that was, I think I was probably 14 or 15 or something like that, you know? But uh, so. Yeah from that point you're like okay i'm not gonna play guitar in a band so just there's a bridge between you actually being in a band doing vocals or whatever so like what's going on during that bridge like okay i'm not gonna play guitar in a band what made you decide oh i maybe can do these types of vocals um that took a long time dude uh i think it was just uh my lack of discipline that uh that kind of squished me into the vocalist niche. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, I never really got good enough at guitar to really do anything. And I, I honestly, man, I probably, the last time I really picked up a guitar, I was probably 18, 17. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, uh, I don't know. It wasn't something that I was really into, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, uh, God, I, you know, I can't, d- doing guttural i didn't even i didn't start doing gutturals you know what i mean like i just yeah and neither did i (laughs) just the low fucking growls you know what i mean like uh like standard death metal growls is what i started doing you know um and that was dude i was in my 20s when i first joined a band now like a legit band i was probably 21 or something what's the name of that band ruckus ruckus yeah and they were like a bunch of my homies from high school you know what i mean and uh 
Um, they were, they had been playing a lot. I was like, go to every show, you know what I mean? And, uh, um, I don't know how it happened. I, you know what I did? Uh, I got on the mic one time when they were playing like a backyard show at our friend's house and, and we did like a half of a cannibal song or something, you know? And, uh, and that was like the first, and people were like, holy shit, dude, that was fucking crazy. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, uh, that was like the first time I was ever like did vocals in front and I was hammered, hammered. <laughs> um, there is a video floating around in that somewhere. No dude. shit. Yeah. Yeah. That like a VHS, I might have it like in a box at my grandparents' house or something, you know what I mean? But that's awesome. Um, yeah, dude, me doing vocals and then like throwing up over the balcony railing, like <laughs> later that night, you know what I mean? Well, that's like uh, Joel Aptos. He, he plays sets and then goes out and pieces. Oh, after. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Lovely. Just like, like absolutely black out before I go on stage. It was pretty, pretty tight. Before? <laughs> yeah. No, there would be, there was times where I would just be, I don't know, I would get that. I was young. I was, I just turned 21 and stuff. Like, I mean, it was 2021 20, when I was in, um, in ODS and stuff. And, and we'd make friends with, you know, like Murray and all these people. And they just like want to drink with me. And then they're just double fisting like Long Island. So I thought Long, Long Islands were cool back then. And, and I was just like totally living it up. Like, yeah, I got this shit. I'll fucking. And I'm like, I get up there and like hold the bass. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is like going to be yeah. an ordeal now. But uh, yeah. That I was mean, only one time. I'm just calling you out for that. No, there was another time. Too, maybe yeah. for my. Oh, there was another time. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, right. back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. So, so you're, yeah, ruckus. You're you're hammered. You got the video tape. So did that? Did that like? Did you go with them for a while? Did you do yeah, some dude, shows we, with yeah, them? We, we played a bunch of local shows. We um, God, where did we? We played. We just played a bunch of local shows in Santa Barbara. You know, um, mm -hmm. and. Uh, that was good. That was a really good time, man. Those were some super fucking cool guys. Um, and uh, that was, yeah, that was good stuff. You know, I, did rad, that. I, I don't even know how long I did it for. I want to say maybe a year or two years. And the guitarist who was like super good, he actually went to, uh, went uh, to school up there in SF. And uh, I think he got like a, masters in classical guitar or something you know but he went he like went from death metal and then he he started he kind of left us and that was the first time when he left that band it was like i remember it was like breaking up with a girlfriend or something dude mm. you know that feeling it was like you feel like you just got dumped or something it was like that was the first time i experienced that dude that was crazy man but yeah he went on to do crazy shit you know he's, he's like one of the sickest kids he could like play guitar riffs to like make you cry watch him you know what i mean like seriously like seriously sick stuff does he, you know? i mean i don't want to get on too far into it but is he still releasing does he have music that you can no go and i listen don't to? think so man no shit you no know, i think he started getting the carpal tunnel thing and mm. uh I'm not, you know, I haven't talked to him in a few years now, but I'm not exactly sure what he's up to now. Yeah. I got a funny actually correlation to that. My brother back in like the nineties. So I don't know when this was, he was in a band called ruckus mm. in, uh, in New Mexico. And it was like, it was, yeah. RU had one backwards K and one right side K <laughs> like I think ruckus. And they were like, I think they were saying like, there's another band that already took the name and like, can't fucking play. I don't know if how big you guys, if you guys released anything. But, uh, yeah, there was, they, there was one album, you know? Yeah. It had like a, it had like, um, 
there is this homeless dude in Santa Barbara called the runner. He was a weird, he would just kind of walk around like kind of, these are a little light in the loafers, maybe, you know what I mean? Just kind of <laughs> bah, 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 down the street. But if you looked at him and for longer than like two seconds, he would just kind of like turn around and start running away from you. Like at like a slow jog and then just a fucking sprint, dude, <laughs> like running down the street. So uh, our guitarist made a song called Die Runner. And the, the, the album cover had that dude's head with like an arrow stabbed through it. You know, like, I don't even know how I got a picture of this guy. But he was like a local, like crazy bum in Santa Barbara. And uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was a little crusty. Like, I don't know, the, the, the dude was into like crust punk, you know what I mean? So there's kind of, if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, okay, dude, dude, like, I'm, I'm down. No, now he sounds like a dude I want to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's they were, like I said, man, they were good dudes. I, I still, the, the drummer I still talk to from time to time, like I'm friends with him on social media and stuff. And uh, and uh, the, the bass player, guitarist, I can't even remember what he did now. But yeah, yeah uh, Devin, my buddy, he's, I still talk to him every once in a while. And uh, he's still into death metal and stuff. So I'll chat with him about death metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that was a good time, dude. That was a really good time. Cool, Please. dude. So that's coming out of high school. And coming out of so high you're... school, early 20s. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then after that, I started partying really hard. Yeah. Partying. Like partying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and around that time I, uh, I met up with some younger cats. They were probably, I don't know, seven or eight years younger than me. And they were like, for, they, I think they were in high school and I was like in my early twenties, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I remember dude playing like a, I was like in my early twenties and we played a, like a high school battle of the bands thing. And, uh, and this was a band called Mortem. That was that that was like the next the next thing that I did, you know, and there was probably a, a, a year or two in there where I didn't really do much. Um, and so, yeah, that was still it was kind of old school death metal, you know, and uh, uh, I don't know where those cats. are. I know uh, one. I still talk to one of the guys, but uh, I don't know. You know, it's weird with those old bands like people just kind of scatter, you know, mm-hmm. Like cockroaches when you turn the lights on, man. They're just yeah. fucking, they like into obscurity, you know. It's a trip, man. But um, that was, and at that time, I was, I was doing drugs. I was, uh, I was, I was pretty messed up, dude. I was pretty yeah. messed up. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Yeah, we've talked um, about it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was a pretty crazy time in my life, you know what I mean, and. Uh, I actually, you know, I started, I, I was, I was getting so crazy that I started like selling stuff and kind of, you know, um, just supporting my habit any way I could, you know, and mm-hmm. the fucking, you know, they threw a net over me and said, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? And I got into like a program and stuff. I'm like, all right, you know, so, and I just went full bore into that. You know what I mean? I mid twenties and, and, uh, I was just done, you know, I was done. Um, and from there, uh, that's when I met, oh, with Mortem, uh, we played a show. It, I can't remember the name of the place. It was off Rice Road in Oxnard. Uh, but we played a show. We opened up for a band called Inherit Disease. 
And that's when I first met like Andy and Josh and, uh, and Dallas and, and, uh, you know, the guys, the guys from that band. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, you know, I was like drinking and I offered one of those dudes a beer and they were like, no, nah, I don't drink, man. And I was just like, <laughs> what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I, I couldn't even, I don't know. It was just weird to me, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, these guys are weird. And then like, you know, I, I, um, I got into a program and I got my shit straight and, you know, I was going to like meetings and shit and I ran into one of the dudes from that band and, and he was just like, Hey man, it's good to see you, dude. I'm like, Holy fuck. Out of meeting. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a convention actually. It was like a, you know, like where uh, it's like a meeting, but with like a thousand people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was like, Hey man, you know, we haven't really been doing shit. Like you should like cruise up one day and just, you know, grab the mic and i was like fuck yeah you know and at that point i was uh i was practicing gutturals you know i was doing i was kind of switching up my my shit a little bit and trying different stuff and uh listening to a lot of despondency and dude i remember wretch like the vocals the the vocals in that band like seriously justin no, totally was like a huge influence to me. dude my story about I, Rex, he's, my, he's my friend you know he's my good friend dude and he'll just be like shut up dude don't even say that you know what i mean <laughs> no but, i met both of those dudes uh what are their names sorry uh justin and ryan justin and ryan so i was at the first maryland death fest and the second one but the first one was when i had met them i'm pretty sure that they played the first year and it was something that really blew me away. It was just two dudes, drum machine, yeah. and the fucking gurgliest gurgles you could fucking ben, hear. Benoit baby heads or something. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. listening to that and like reading the lyrics, and that shit was like, like the most foul, disgusting comedy. I, I was just like laughing. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way he's saying this. You know, it's like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, dude. no way. You know, this detailed, crazy fucking, you know, and they're the words they used. It was just like it was it was genius, dude. I was like, these guys are fucking insane. You know? Oh, I was getting down, dude. I had a great time. I, I know exactly what was going on. So when they were on stage, it was at the Sonar Theater in Baltimore. I think. it. No, no, that's that's not correct. The, I can't remember the name of the first venue that they had it at. But the way that they had it set up was the balcony up top. And then the main floor below. And I've never up top been was, there. I've never yeah, been to the Maryland Death it, it, it was a sick venue, dude. It was small and intimate and fucking sick. But up top, it was 360 degrees. You could walk all the way around. So you could walk behind the bands and, sh- and shit, too. So I just remember at one point during their set, I was looking down on them from behind them. And I was just like, wow, this is fucking crazy. I've never. And then I've seen Future Pile, Future Pile like, uh, a year later to and or maybe it was the peter pile play the year that odious played maryland death fest i think they play every year don't they? <laughs> well <laughs> they you mean he yeah yeah <laughs> yeah about, so yeah, was, i was talking about like small number of humans on stage with like drum machines yep. and every you know it's just like like insidious it's, and rich but it's still and, heavy as fuck you know yeah, right. I, I have a similar story with uh with Wretch seeing him at Gathering of the Sick. My 
in um, Albuquerque, which is I have family out there. And my brother brought me to Gathering of the Sick. He was all in the death metal. And uh-huh. Deeds of Flesh was headlining and it was wretch. And I I was still not really, I don't think I was, I was still like my Slayer, Sepultura, Pantera phase, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I saw wretch had a lasting fucking impact on me. I remember seeing that and they were just heavy as fuck. I'd like, there was before YouTube, I'd go look up on like all the file share stuff to try to find videos of them constantly. And like, no, I actually really got into them. For like yeah. a, for a little while, that was actually kind of got me into the gutturals too. It's just, yeah, it's a trip. yeah. I bought like, I bought both their albums that that show that I'm talking about. I went up to their merch table and said, "Give me them both." Dude, I did need them. I had to bring this up? But didn't uh, the singer guy pass away? Uh, well, they were they, they did oh, dual the, vocals, but yeah, Ryan. Uh, he uh, uh, I think it was leukemia. Yeah, or, is that bone it cancer? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. or blood. Yeah, he was always like that. He battled that shit for a long time. I remember yep. you know, he had a cane. He kind of walked with a cane and stuff. And that uh, too. dude, that guy was awesome, man. Both those dudes are fucking super cool, you know. Totally. Uh, um, but yeah, he, you know he. That sucks, dude. Yeah. We, you know what? When we played our uh, Visceral Transcendence album release show, uh, Justin was uh, gonna come and do some guest vocals with us he was going to come up and i guess that's when uh, ryan went into the hospital and he's like oh i can't i can't make it you know like um you know ryan's in the hospital and then we were on this tour and i think we were in oklahoma and and justin texted me he's all ryan passed away i was just like fuck i remember oh, yeah. exactly i was sitting on a porch in oklahoma man you know but uh, <laughs> yeah but Getting back to the story, those yeah. dudes like that, you know, Justin Ritchie's vocals, man, were like one of my main like influences. I, I just love the way it sounded. It was like the grossest thing I'd ever heard, you know, and uh, um, that and obviously like, you know, Matty Way's vocals, you know, st- stuff like that. And even before all that, Demolich, Anti Bowman from Demolich, dude. Mm-hmm. That fucking guy, I, I, the first time I heard that band, it, I think I was like a sophomore in high school or something. And, you know, this was a long time ago, you know, um, there was nothing like that around, you know, and I was like, uh, I thought it was fake, you know, I was like, oh, and they're like doing some sort of fucking effects or something, you know, but, um, but yeah, you know, those, uh, those dudes really had a, an impact on me. So, um, so yeah, the guys ran into them at the meeting and I wound up going up there and, uh, and, and jamming. And, uh, I remember Josh, he was like, he looked at me and he's like, dude, that sounds like mortal decay. And I was just like, Whoa, that's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you know? Um, so uh yeah that's how that's how i you know got in with an air disease and you know they 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 their their singer dallas he's uh he's gone now too man he he passed away i don't know uh, a couple of years ago of an overdose um yeah it's crazy man like you know it's it's a trip man yeah but, it's like uh, flies with that shit dude yeah yeah dude it's like flies with that shit yeah so um but yeah, and then, you know, and, and those dudes were from Ojai, and they had met, like, uh, the Deeds guys, they played a show with them in Ojai before I was in the band, 
Um, and they kind of, you know, hooked up and, and Jacoby was like, dude, you guys are sick. You know what I mean? Like get it, get us something. And, um, so I think when I had like started jamming with them, they had kind of slowed to a crawl, you know, uh, they weren't really doing much besides jamming here and there. And, and I kind of lit the fire under their ass, you know, and I'm like, dude, like, if you guys want to do this, let's fucking do it, you know? And we, uh, well, we recorded, I think Josh recorded a little demo. He had a little, uh, um, a little song. I don't even know what he recorded it on, but, uh, you know, re we recorded a, a three song demo, which is floating around there, out there still. And is that the one you, you, you handed me at the I believe showcase? It, I believe it is, man. When did you guys, what year did you record that? Cause I, I think I remember you writing a year it on it. 2004. Yeah. It, I think it said inherit disease, 2004 demo. That's all it said on the on the cover, and it yeah. was three songs. What year did Procreating come out? Was that two thousand six? Oh six. Okay. Or, on okay. on uh, Metal Archives, Inherit has two disease uh, two demos. There's a two thousand three and a two thousand five demo. The two thousand five. Oh demo. no, the two thousand five okay. is what I got. It's called Obligated okay. to Suffer. The, okay. Yeah. The, the, that's the two. Okay. That's the one. That's the one then, because the 2003 is the one with Dallas on vocals and it's kind of a more professionally done. They have like, you know, album art and stuff like the other, the next one was just me like cranking them out on the CD ROMs, like at my yeah, house. Writing that's what it was. It. I just got like a, a TDX. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, the I just picture, cranked out a bunch and was just like frisbeeing them all over, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude. Here, here, and, um, so that's the one that you got for sure. And I, I believe that's the one that, that we got to Jacoby and he was all, let's do this, you know? And uh, that was, Hell yeah. that was fucking. I've always said this, uh, you and uh, Jacoby have to start a band and call it Obi-Wan Jacoby, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's ridiculous. I've said it for years, bro. Never for years. Come on. I probably, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's always been in my head and I'm just saying it now. Perfect time to say it. <laughs> oh, man. So, so uh, all right. Demos in Jacoby's hands. He's and and uh, Eric and they both listen to it. They hit you back. What do they say? Um, it was Jacoby. Jacoby was the main dude who was kind of talking with us and stuff. I think I was emailing we had this um i can't remember her name but she was kind of like managing the band and she was kind of trying to talk to him about some shit and like confusing the fuck out of things i remember that because she was like doing stuff with the band like when i played with mortem it with for the you know when we opened for inherit disease like she was like she set up that show and she was like doing all kinds of stuff for the band you know but then when i came on like she was like nowhere you know she wasn't around and then all of a sudden when like we we got the shit rolling with with unique leader and stuff then she like popped back in and started trying to like do stuff and we're like wait whoa 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 um you know we, we got this you know um i remember that was like kind of confusing he's like hey dude like what the hell's going on like what is this chick saying and i'm just like i don't even know so you know, we, we had to weed that out. I mean, she was super cool and she had nothing but good intentions, but it just, you know, created confusion. Um, but uh, yeah, so he was just like, I, I can't remember. He's like, yeah, you know, uh, 
get some songs together and and uh, um, get a you know get a recording date. We had the contract. I remember it was it's probably still on the wall in Andy's garage. Nice up in, up in Santa Barbara where we used to jam, dude. He still got his drum set up there, dude. He jams with all kinds of different people, man. No shit. Yeah, he's still That's awesome. It, but he's I think he's got uh, four kids, so he's got one on you, bro. Ah, he beat me. Yeah, yeah, he's got one on you, man. Um, but uh, so he's he's super busy, you know what I mean? Um, but I think it's I I think it's still on the wall up there at the jam spot. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like at his parents' house in like the two-car garage it's like a you know it's, they're they're pretty well off so they have like a separate you know just a, a jam spot sitting there so at that time it's what so 2006 when it came out so you guys would have had to record between 2005 2006 well it was i don't know when the demo was recorded it was probably late 2004 early 2005 mm -hmm. um so and we had probably half of that stuff was written already. Mm -hmm. So the program I remember stuff. like Josh and Sean just went into just crazy writing mode. And I, I remember Josh was just cranking out killer riffs. You know, he comes up with some sick stuff. Yeah, dude. Um, I love that first, that first record, dude. There's plenty of memorable stuff from that. I, album. The stuff that you told me that we talked about i remember that's those are like sean riffs he was a fucking gorgasm fan like a, just a gorgasm freak yeah dude that's, I, that's all I, sean, dude. in this living room right now i'm i'm uh i'm at my parents house right now because uh -huh. they got better wi-fi and uh there's nobody here uh I had that album cranking with that riff going at fucking full blast and I'd be headbanging in my living room, dude, to that song. That's the first song on procreating, procreating, right? And that's the, the ending riff, right? It's like a... No, that wasn't the first. That was like midway in the album. Oh, shit. Okay. So, but there's also a heavy ass riff. That was the first song. That was Yeah, that's the first one. All right. Yeah, that was... Oh, God, man. I haven't even thought about this shit in so long. I know, dude. We never do. But we're reminding you about it now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um. But so, yeah, I mean, we we put that shit together and we went up and re, we re recorded with uh, Kit Stork. I want to say he was the dude that recorded Crown, Crown of Souls. Same dude. They were like, go, go to this dude. He'll he'll do you right. You know, and um, we went up there. We got a hotel room for a week and maybe a little less than a week. And we were there like 12, 16 hours a day, just like cranking out these tunes you know and 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 eric and jacoby and mike would come by and hang out with us and stuff because it was in san Luis. Mm -hmm. so um we were up there kind of hanging with those dudes that was that was a surreal time you know that was like when it was like um god it's it's hard to explain man but it, it was just uh um it was like i felt like i was living the dream you know what i yeah, mean yeah dude like, no dude, i i, I kind of hope that you were going in that direction because it sounds like for for it, all of us right now we're all in our 30s creeping up on 40 some of us and all that shit it's just like back when you're at a time where where like 
you're bright eyed and bushy tailed and, and ready to go and, and, and make your music, do your thing. And then boom, unique leader hits you up and you're like, Oh shit. Okay, here we go. We're fucking doing it. Like, and then Eric and everybody showing up at the recording, you're just like, dude, it, that, that surreality that you're talking about is, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. we all have that story. I, I can't, come up with mine right in this well i just want to throw out that if uh, if eric and mike showed up while we were recording i'd be like get the fuck out of here <laughs> like, I, don't yeah. fucking, I don't want you guys anywhere near this right now like i don't want you guys watching me like get the hell out of here yeah all nervous and shit. yeah, yeah we were, already yeah we were definitely nervous bro we, it was like but those they were like homies man like we we, we went over to eric's house and like barbecued and shit you know mm -hmm. what i mean like um seen his crazy ass fucking dude yeah these dogs they look like fucking horses man yep dude i, I think they were Out like, on the ranch right american bulldogs or something i just remember one just like tackled josh dude and just started like licking him <laughs> and it was like remember that movie turner and hooch with a fucking oh fuck yeah dude flying out of their face dude it was like dripping off his beard it was like oh. the, it was disgusting but josh like just submitted dude he just like <laughs> laid down and just like dude this dog just destroyed him with slobber dude it was great that's awesome um, but yeah we went over to his pad barbecued and you know the, those dudes they kind of like took us under their wing and 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 told us how it was you know and that's you know i talked to, to mike hamilton recently about this dude and because i was i was uh an apprentice tile setter then you know and uh I remember Mike told me like when we were up there, I think, and he was like, dude, he's like, you know, you, what do you do? You know? And cause I, he was in flooring at the same time, you know, he did like, I, I'm not exact, but he worked at like a flooring place. And, and, and he was like, dude, he was like, have something else to do besides music. Like, don't, don't put a hundred percent of everything you got into this without a backup plan, because this ain't going to pay your bills, you know? And that's, at that time, when you feel like that, it's like, I needed to fucking hear that because mm -hmm. I could have gone, I could have just fucking said, fuck everything. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. just like live at my parents' house and, and, and try to do this. And, and, but, you know, I really took that to heart and, uh, um, you know, I put my all into, into what I was doing at the time. Cause I was enjoying it. You know what I mean? I had, a, I had such a cool boss, dude. He was so stoked when we got signed. He was like, whatever, you, when we would go on tour and stuff, like whatever you need, just let me know, like three, four months ahead of time, you know? And I, I would remember tell him, you okay. me that we've talked about that back then, dude, you were yeah, talking, yeah. remember like nine years ago, I, we talked because I was, I was remodeling my house and shit and you were helping me on, on some tile shit and we were you talking almost about set your that. floor with mastic i was like no 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 yeah <laughs> yeah dude i literally literally laid my whole kitchen floor down and obi was like nah dude pull it back up and i fucking <laughs> i listened to him i pulled it back up and i fucking did it right and yeah. that shit's fucking still good uh, long house but yeah that shit's still good bad <laughs> It's crazy how much how much Mike has in, like helped pretty much everyone that's been on this unique leader, including yeah. ourselves. So like he's the number one. I you know I call him Archaic did it last time. Call him. It says like the death metal dad. He's the death metal dad. He tells you. Yeah, he kind of humbles you. He goes like I've been doing this a long time. This is what you need to look for. This is what's going to happen. Blah, blah blah. It's not going to be your living. And it was like what you said. It was kind of like one of those things. you are like fuck. Really like shit. Represent. I like I thought Represent. we just. Uh... Ex oh nice. Oh, fuck there yeah. You go. 
but yeah, no, it was one of the, it was definitely one of those humbling experiences. You know, and then we'd have people like, like you know, um, Ash Avildsen, whatever that guy's name is, be like, "You guys want to do this for a career?" And I had that. I remember talking with Mike and Unique Leader and Eric and everyone. They're just like, "Yeah, have a yeah, kind of a backup thing going because it's not going to be like." And like they brought us into a room. Or, I mean, Ash did and was like, "I think I want I want want to sign you guys to our like a uh, booking agency, and you guys going to make this much money, and you'll be able to survive and live on your own with you know, only music and stuff." And I was like. Eh. I don't really believe this guy, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, dude, it, a long time ago, we all it, subconsciously or consciously realized that it was, we're in this for the passion. We're in it for Absolutely. the love of the art, dude. And that's it. Yeah. As long as you can, you can keep your shit afloat outside of that and you know raise your kids and be there for them and all that type of shit like as long as you can create something still and and feed that part of you the hardest part in life man is the balance bro the balance Mm -hmm. you know being able to make time for everything and not neglecting a certain any part of your life you know you have to like spread yourself out like super thin and just like get hit every little spot that you need to man it's a sacrifice dude yeah it's a sacrifice for sure on your own part unfortunately but at the same time like all of it's worth it as long as you find the correct balance that we're talking about absolutely you give it you you pie chart yourself give yourself slices give other aspects of your life the slices as well and as long as those slices are working on that pie chart then you're chill Fuck sleep, dude. <laughs> Obi, I gotta ask. Um, do you remember playing the uh, Death by Derby show at the Vets Hall in Santa Cruz in two thousand six? Absolutely, that was an awesome show, dude. That was. I had no idea how that was gonna be because it was like put on by like the the Derby chicks, you know. And I was like, this is like weird. Like it was different, you know. But we were playing. What was it? Decrepit Birth. Uh, you know what? I have a CD-ROM of that show somewhere too no nice. way yeah i would like to have that yeah. that was my first like and underground death drill, metal did, show i think brain drill opened on that one brain drill opened and then embryonic devourment was embryonic the fourth devour- band that's right, austin dude. spence shout out to austin spence mm-hmm. those guys are so embryonic cool. devourment I, those guys are really cool and i haven't talked to those dudes and it's probably been at least a decade you know mm-hmm. what i mean but I, I just remember like back in the day those guys were super chill you know yeah, I was uh, 15 years old at that show. Really? Yeah, and I remember you guys killed it. I didn't know about death metal. I just knew Decrepit Birth at the time and maybe Brain Drill because, you know, local bands. The whole, yeah, the local bands, yeah. But uh, I, I, I definitely was just starting to get into it. And uh, definitely you guys blew me away. And I had seen like one death metal show before, but it was like Arch Enemy and then Hate Eternal happened to open at that show. So I'd like seen Hate Eternal, but that death by derby was the first time i got to see like what an underground death metal scene was and uh the real heavy shit it was, <laughs> that, was my, uh, that was my first show with decrepit birth yes yeah, so that's when i would have met joel well not yeah. met but seen joel and been like a dweeby like whatever i remember like, just like learning the uh i still had some stuff i hadn't really learned and i'm sitting there with matt like doing acoustically like in the cold but like, oh, shit i need to get this right <laughs> like because there's a lot of people there it was actually a, a good turnout that yeah. was a killer show right Totally. No, that was, I was like, this yeah. fucking place is back because that's uh, the Vets Hall in Santa Cruz. And actually, the Vets Hall made a comeback 
and it was in March like 13th or something so <laughs> immediately got shut down and just gone so we yeah, gotta try to open it again later yeah so, yeah you know, someone's gotta do so. something about it I, yeah. I think i've seen decrepit birth more than any other band except for maybe like napalm death and cannibal corpse dude <laughs> I, I i i wow yeah i was it they played the first show they played was at the brick right down in san diego yep, yep. The Scorch. i was there it was the first was like at a venue yeah yeah okay casey yeah. Was, okay, was the der- was the derby the show? Was that when you were up there and you were like ready to go? I remember we were getting off stage. You guys were setting up and stuff, and they were like, "You guys ready?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do this." <laughs> and then somebody's like, "Wait, dude, where are your symbols?" And you're like, "Oh, fuck, <laughs> you had no symbols up there. You had like, <laughs> only space to do it, but you're ready to rock." Besides that, man. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I'm at pretty all. sure it was the Derby show. You're just like, oh, we're like, oh, the fuck. symbols were. Not, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it, you had no funny. symbols up, dude, but you're ready to go. <laughs> it's like, funny shit. how other people remember so much stuff that I totally don't remember. It all. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, that the you know those moments like right before you're about to go on is like yeah. a dream. You know what I mean? You get in that yeah, right. fucking zone where you kind of have some adrenaline and like you maybe got a fart and like you feel kind of weird. <laughs> yeah 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 everything's just kind of trippy like that you know that's an awesome i miss that yeah and there's that no, one yeah. dude staring at there's that one dude in the very front like staring at you all weird and like you're like fuck that guy dude <laughs> no at first you're like what's up dude and then the you guy, turn around and he's still staring oh the guy that got the front right. of the stage just like yeah or the guy the kid with their mouth open like <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me for sure or the awkward it's like watching your every move to be like oh is he doing that right what's he doing yeah, oh he lost his quarters for a second oh i hate yeah. that dude i hate that <laughs> yeah fucking arms are like they're like this <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah you know what i mean like come on man you gotta these days they're play. like they're like live commenting on it as they're going oh yeah 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 you like, know what? not I, that great to be honest that, yeah i was gonna say i think around that time was like before everyone was staring at their phones dude oh, this for sure yeah. yeah it's flip phones only yeah yep. it was maybe some fucking rich motherfucker had a blackberry or some shit or like a that. sidekick the one <laughs> that I had, and i'm saying that like like those assholes i was one of those assholes I had one that, that fucking you'd like flip it and it would swing out and you'd be like yeah dude like, hold served, on. i got a keyboard dude you guys are hitting fucking <laughs> a b you're hitting T9 one, or whatever. three times to get to c you know <laughs> Oh, look, I'm all, I'm all, let me borrow that thing, Anthony. P O R N. And how long would it have loaded up in that time, dude? I'm just like, go, like, one picture, dude, one picture. All right, dude, in 15 minutes, I got to set it up. I'm going to be in the bathroom at this time. Yeah. That's the, that was the life, man. That was the new technology, dude. Or that's yeah, razors and shit. Yeah, that's all that was going on then. It was. Remember when Matt got an screens. iPhone? He like went to. He didn't know that like you know because there's data is a new thing, so he didn't know data rates were like a huge thing. And he went to Canada, and just came back, and it was like a nine hundred dollar bill. <laughs> 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 it was like for like two days. He was like he just like surfed the internet a couple times and like just like oh it's still like. It's like a fucking hundred dollars, fucking a megabyte, dude. He's like, like browsing you know. something on Amazon, dude. Like, you gotta be ready for that shit. I need, I need yeah. fucking uh, almonds, oh, dude. <laughs> Three hundred bucks, dude. You know what's fucking crazy? Had a is they'll get you even on the ten. I've been fucking hit on the ten. Roaming in Texas, saying I was in Mexico. 
I'm like, what in the fuck, man? Like, I'm on the fucking I-10, you know? Crazy, but it's yeah. that close to the border where it's just like yeah. pops you into Mexico and it's like, you need fucking international blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What the that, fuck? That's like, that goes by El Paso, right? The yeah. 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 It's, it's exactly past El Paso, about. like towards like, you know, San Antonio or whatever. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. They, they'll start popping you for fucking international calls and shit. It's weird. Yeah. Right? Uh, Got to learn the hard way with those, with the touring phone memories, so, you know? Oh, yeah. All right, enough about roaming and getting charged. We're we're taking Verizon. You guys are. So 2006, you played Derby, Death by Derby, and then, yeah, sorry. Uh, I I just want to say like I I knew about Inherit Disease from that show, but then I didn't really get the album that was out, and then it wasn't until 2011 that uh, the next one dropped that I became a big fan. So, catch me up between 20 2006 and 2011 like what happened i wasn't really paying attention that much lines of shit happened bro shit happened (laughs) played played some shows with us well we played you know we did uh and that's you know we didn't have our shit together fast enough we it would have been sweet if we had got on that tour you know what i mean but it was like too late and they were just like fuck we'll try to get you on as many as we can you know what i mean so those nights that you guys played dude it it was it fit perfect it was was great yeah it was a great night every time those were some of the funniest shows i've ever played dude like you know and and not i mean i'm not gonna lie like we didn't play that great at those shows but but like just like you guys like the people there and like the camaraderie of like all the bands like on in those shows was like some of the coolest shit i've ever felt you know what i mean like yeah, that dude. was like that was fucking awesome and i was super sad when we left man i was oh man the sad. depression dude the you depression know? i but, felt that same thing after that tour dude i i to be honest i fucking cried on the way home the fucking <laughs> last show dude we were at the pound and literally i was saying goodbye to everybody i mean erlin was going back to fucking norway you know it's like all this shit and i was just like dude i just had some yeah. of the best fucking moments with so many of these dudes i don't think anything and, beats that first nationwide tour like when yeah. you're bright-eyed bushy-tailed and you're, you're going you're all of a sudden you're showing up in fucking canada and shit and you're like what and you gotta well you also gotta give it up to you gotta give it up to embalmer dude no you gotta <laughs> give it you gotta give it up to the fact that like that was a really nice group of people dude yeah. like you it could it could have been different if there wasn't those types of humans on that bill you know like what obi's talking about is true like we had like a connection and and to tell you the truth dude like leaving california without inherit disease on that tour yeah it was weird we felt like we shouldn't have left you behind you guys should have came <laughs> with us because of what was happening right in you know uh, what was it like two three four shows that we did with you before we left california and we're just like oh shit now we feel like we're kind of missing something the whole time you know yeah no that was yeah. good shit man you know I, I wish we would have been able to do the whole thing but you know it should have could have would have but it, it's like at the same time we still made the connection that we had and it, mm-hmm. and it stayed solid i mean we're sitting here 15 years later or yeah 14 13 years later and we're talking about it still you know did you guys play the jumping turtle with us yeah yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah, we did the jumping marcos we did uh the showcase we did the knitting factory yeah i think that was it what was that show in pacifica was that the it was the octopus lounge wasn't it like 
Odious. Oh yeah, we brought you up to Pacifica. Dude. We that brought was you different. Up to my that was different. Where were we yeah. playing with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Rain, yeah. I think that was one yeah. of Rain. No, that was wasn't their first. Did Rangel play? They played. They played. They did, they yeah. Wow, dude. Cool. It's so cool. It's it's like one. Why don't I remember this? And two, <laughs> I remember it, but it's just like. I feel bad not knowing all the bands that are on a bill that I've played, you know, it's like, I remember certain bands and then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh shit, there was other bands though too. And then people remind me of who was on the bill. So at octopus lounge, it would have, was that a odious headlining? That was odious headlining. Yeah. Yeah. You guys supporting us brain drill. And I think maybe did Flesh Consume play on that one? I think so. Yeah, I think so. dude. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. That's wow. a sick fucking show right there, yeah. dude. And, and it's foggy ass Pacifica, dude. Yeah. Four minutes, four minutes from where I'm at right now, dude. I could literally get there in four minutes. And that also, well, it see, I'm gonna I gotta brag a little bit just to say like Pacifica wasn't shit with death metal until I started doing it. And then now you got severed. Perfect opportunity, Joseph. Break it out, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, you got a Pacifica fucking shirt. Yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah bro. Pacifica, Pacifica on the I don't, map, motherfucker. Yeah, so. I don't even. I don't even own one of those. So uh, first, first show on that is at Winter's yeah. Tavern. That's literally in my hometown, Pacifica. Yeah, and I, I was at this show, but I did Joseph not. Was there? I just got this shirt from the homie Brennan Shackleford, who plays drums for. A bunch of sick Texas bands and and Broda Quinn. Uh, Shout recently. out, Reviled, right? Is he in Reviled? I think he's in Reviled too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He just Shout uh, out. He's selling off some some shirts. I got the Atheist and the Severed. Today, nice, so. dude. Yeah, yep. keep it in the fam, dude. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Except it's an XL and I'm an L. So anyone start... else bigger than me, I'll give this shirt to you for free. <laughs> Holler, bulking up. Start bulking up, dude. <laughs> I gotta bulk up. I gotta get to. Severed, severed savior right. size. You gotta right get now. the severed savior mode. <laughs> SS size. Fucking yeah. Murray, Murray Fitzpatrick style, dude. That's what, they gotta get <laughs> to Murray mode, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So now next we're. Next tour. <laughs> what's the next tour? Yeah. What's. Yeah. No. Well, well, so did you guys support the second album as well before you moved on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so who'd you go out with on that second album? Uh, The second album, uh, shit, man. I want to say Septicle Gorge. Yep. Those dudes were so fucking cool, man. And, you know, it was a tour, like, fuck, you know, brutal death metal tours are always a shit show. Um, It was going to be, it was like, it was going to be in Hair Disease, Incinerate, septical gorge and fuck i can't remember who else but like you know four days before the fucking tour started um uh incinerate dropped off and the dude who was supposed to be who set the whole thing up was in incinerate so Mm. this dude wound up having to it was scott the guy who ran brutal bands oh yeah wound up having to chauffeur all these Italian dudes around, um, you know, without his band. So he actually came out on the tour, just taking, taking them around. 
fuck i hope i'm getting this right dude I, I, i'm like fuck. am i mixing up tours right now well, i don't yeah. think i am but um oh but You'll be corrected dude i mean okay i'm leaving so much shit out though i'm leaving so much shit out well you oh, want to get time back to you Hold we got on, time yeah. don't worry yeah. Yeah. you can fill can in just, the details can we just stop it and just start over again <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> um no but uh there was a okay let me just take you back real quick. I, I want to say it was it. like 2009, 2000, 2008, maybe. Um, there was lineup changes in Inherit Disease. Mm. There was, uh, we were, we were going to do a tour, like just a West Coast tour with Devourment, Guttural Secrete, and Condemned. And we had it all set up. And uh, our drummer, uh, Andy, love that dude with all my heart. He bowed out the last minute. He's a guy with a bunch of kids and, you know, a, a, a demanding job. Yeah. And I will say and real quick, Andy's a great dude. All the time that I spent with him was fucking top notch. Love that dude to death, man. Yeah. He's a great, he's a great guy, you know, but it just like, I think became too much for him and he, he, he hung in there and he left at the worst time. Like he left at the, you know what I mean? Like he just called me like, like we were literally like had our bags packed and he was like, dude, I can't fucking do this anymore. I got so much shit going on. Like, I'm sorry. I can't fucking do this. I'll talk to you later. And just like, it was like that. I was just like, mm. Oh shit. And that's when I called Justin from wretch. And I was like, we're not going to be able to do this. Um, um, and at that point, Sean, the original guitarist had left the band, Dan Osborne, who is the drummer for inherited disease came on as the guitarist. Cause he's, multi-talented um and uh so when but but dan plays drums he's a drummer but he can also play guitar so he came in playing guitar and he left and then dan's like i can play drums dude and we're like okay so this motherfucker goes yeah uh, yeah he's like i can play drums and i have a jam spot in santa paula with my drums set up and we can just move over there because we were jamming to andy's house you know what I mean? Like it was all around him. I thought we were done. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is it. You know? Um, and we fucking, we pulled it together, man. And we started, you know, uh, Dan started playing drums. Um, we got Derek DeRoos, uh, moved from fucking Pennsylvania over here. Mm, um, you know, he was trying, I think he tried out for decrepit birth too. He was like, had some videos online and shit. He just came to California to play some Me fucking, too. Cali death metal. Get dude. out to Cali and fucking play in the bands. A, he's, a, he's as solid as they come, man. You oh, know? Man. Um, so, you know, he, he jumped on and uh, um, we started jamming over there. And that's that's when the second album came together, Visceral Transcendence. And um, uh, now I'm getting all mixed up, man. That's all good. Um, <laughs> I was just going to, I was actually going to try and take you into because you're the one who actually turned me on to Kurtzweil. You're the one who turned me on to the singularity, all yeah. that stuff, you know, like, so how did you come across that? And, and what made you interested enough to make? You know, man, you know? I have all, okay. My favorite fucking movie of all, it's been my favorite movie since I was like fucking seven years old is the Terminator, man. 
you know? Yeah. Um, that's that like hands down my favorite movie. Like when I was a kid, like that's all I wanted to watch was the fucking Terminator, dude. This is my favorite shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember how I came across this dude's stuff, but uh, it was, I think I found it online somewhere and um, I started reading up on like his, uh, you know, he's like a Nobel prize winning. He's a dude's a genius. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's a genius. And um, I started reading about like, you know, his, his theories about like, uh, you know, the, the evolution of AI and like, you know, where, where, uh, where that's going to take the human race, you know? Um, and it was like shocking dude. And it was like, it's fucking, it's not science fiction. And it's not like it's science future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. it can definitely, it's possible, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what fucking blew me away, dude, about all that. T- and, and at that time, dude, nobody was writing about that type of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like everyone, there's fucking machines and fucking crazy shit everywhere, but nobody had done that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, except for, I, okay, let me give it to fucking Nocturnus. And oh, think- yeah. Bolt Thrower has a song about that too. But um, you know, we took it a little deeper than 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 that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I read The Singularity is Near by Ray Kurzweil and and that uh, book because of you. It's crazy, bro. You know, that shit blew me away. And I was so passionate about it and so excited about it. I'm like, dude, like I'll fucking write a whole album about this shit, like standing on my head. You know what I mean? It was it was super fun. And recording that se- second album. Um, and there's still a video on YouTube of us recording that, you know, it's probably like an eight minute little thing. That was one of the funnest times I ever had in music, man, was recording oh, yeah. that album, you know, That's um, fucking cool. laying around. We recorded that in fucking Riverside with Sammer at a Seahorse Sound. Great times, really great times, man. That's but, killer, uh, dude. So now I don't know if you want to get into the details of it, but the dissolving of inherit or inherit disease on a hiatus not i want to i don't want to say dissolve but on a just put back how did that uh, you don't have to go into detail but just like so that happens inherit decides it's not going to go anywhere further well let me let me start by saying you know this is the cali death podcast nope we all live in california Mm -hmm. we know what it takes to live here um and a lot of people leave because yeah. it takes a lot of sacrifice to fucking live in this place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some of the dudes decided that they would rather be somewhere else. And, you know, sometimes I'm fucking rolling around the streets and I don't fucking blame them. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, fuck, you know? Um, but, you know, uh, Dan and Josh, they both upped and moved to Indiana. And, and it was like, uh, it was literally like right before we started recording. No, right after they told us right before we started recording the third album, um, which is like, whatever, but honestly, in my mind, it kind of put a little black cloud over everything, you know, like Mm -hmm. kind of like thrust everything into obscurity, but, uh, you know, they, they had plans, they were doing shit, which I fucking, I hope everyone has plans and is doing shit. You know what I mean? Um, but so, yeah, we recorded that album. And I think like, I think Dan moved out there before we even finished. I think, uh, 
I think when I laid down the vocals, I don't think he was around. I think it was just the rest of us. And then Josh shortly after moved with Dan right next door to his house um, mm. in Indiana. They got big ass pads. Like we went out there, dude. They're like shooting shotguns, like fucking bonfires. You know what I mean? Like living what, it what up. What do? He's like, oh, let's go kill some fucking hornets. You know, like grab some fucking <laughs> hornet killer and just you what know. What do you kill a hornet with? Like, what? You know? I mean, like. What do you kill a hornet with? Dude, uh, like a crazy got a BB gun with a fucking scope? Poison salt shit. Just just some nasty spray shit. him. Just, uh... You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got, he's just like, like dude, buy raid. What the fuck are you guys talking about? I've seen just a lot a of bottle of raid. I've seen a lot of funny videos on YouTube of how not to kill hornets like properly. Oh, yeah, you'll get fucked well, up. Give me one example. Like, give it like a hose and it just gets it attacked. He's like, oh, oh, so yeah. just pissed after they yeah, get pee. wet. <laughs> like, dude, you so pee on a hornet's nest. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that was, that was, you know, right when the, the uh, third album was being recorded. And uh, so it kind of, you know, threw kind of a jumble into the mix and then we played you know it's funny i just saw the flyer somebody like posted it or i ran i just came across it somewhere on the internet like the other day it was like uh the inherit disease farewell show mm. and we played the entire album the third album nobody had ever heard we hadn't released it yet um we played the whole thing wait i'm back. sorry where was this at in la and you guys um, played new all the new material live it, yeah. that's the only time it's ever been heard by other people yes at that um, time yeah yeah oh what okay. year was this yeah it was uh it was before the album was fuck i don't know if it was before the album was recorded i think it was right before we went to record it like we had it all you know what i mean we were just dialed we had everything dialed in everything was mm -hmm. good to go it was either right before or right after i can't remember but it was right around that time and we we did like a i want to say it was a house show but uh um it was at abel and christina's house in i think i want to say east la and it was like a, a backyard kind of there was like a store it was a trippy little spot you know what i mean but mm -hmm. we uh we played that and that was kind of the last show we played for like a long time. Oh, Tom Wilson, the second guitarist, he came in in between that as well. So we brought in a second guitarist while we were, when we were getting ready to write the third album. So that was the first time we brought in another guitarist with Inherit, you know. So we had the third album, we got two guitarists in there. Um, nice just had to put that out there um yeah. and so yeah we played that show we recorded and then the dudes moved and uh that kind of at that time too man like i was i'm not gonna lie dude i was a little disillusioned with death metal um i was uh about to get married i uh had a kid shortly after that um that's when 2010, right before we did all that, we did a tour with Condemned. Um, we did, it was like a, it was our favorite fucking tour, man. It was so, dude, you go from California to Texas and then come back up through Denver and fucking go back to NorCal and then back down to Southern California. Like that's the funnest run, dude. You go over to Texas, 
I fucking love Texas, man. There's something about those motherfuckers out there, dude, that is different from anywhere else, man. It's a trip, dude. Yeah, you know, I've only played a couple of shows in Texas, and they were great. And I haven't hit the, like, the, you know, hot spots of Texas, though, yet. But Texas is awesome, man. Austin. How sick is it, dude? Like, I always... Dude, I look at the shows like in Cali and I mean, you know, we get we get killer shows, dude. We get killer turnouts and stuff. Yeah. But there's so many people here. And I would want to I want to say the majority of people like at the shows in Cali are in a band trying to get where you are. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. And and so it's it's almost like a networking kind of um, I don't know. I just in Texas, I, I just felt more of like the people there go to shows because they want to fucking watch a death metal show and have a killer time. And like, they're not like trying to get it. Like they're not networking uh, to get an edge to like do something with their band. You know what I mean? It's like people just go there to fucking party and have fun at the show. Good time with everybody else. And I'm not fucking saying anything bad about like Cali shows, but that's the difference. No, totally. But I I will say that I just have to say that the pound was exactly what you're just saying. That that sits outside of all the other Cali stuff you're talking about because it's exactly what it was at the pound. It was it it did. Everybody was going to that place. Not they were going to have a great fucking time. We really had like uh it was so easy to go to a show and see a good band without like Mm -hmm. for somebody who didn't know a ton about the scene like you're almost like you just go to the show and you know you're gonna see something new that you're gonna be interested in well something what's it called with texas is like the fucking el paso man getting like where people are coming from over the border to come see you and there's like literally these huge dudes and like their curly long black hair and they got their fucking like their gauntlets on and they're just there like windmilling like like i've never seen they came from another country to come see you like they're not trying to make it or anything they're just they're into death metal that's their whole life their whole life is just metal it's like you know basically they just want to come there and just headbang they just want to headbang and like take pictures and then they want to take off and go back be among other people who want to headbang with them yeah Yeah. But either way, that that diehard shit is like, even if they don't want to headbang with me, I'm still going to fucking headbang, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I used to, we played a couple of shows in, in El Paso where it would be like at floor level and they would windmill so fast, like and the, the whole front row would windmill that it'd be like a fan, dude. I'd be like, oh, like, ah, it feels like, like, good. <laughs> <laughs> like it felt awesome. Like, and I was like, this is sick, except for like their hair would get stuck in your fucking guitar and shit. But uh, besides, <laughs> besides that, though, it was it was like, damn, these guys are for real. Like these guys, like I'm just doing it as this little wannabe surfer boy in santa cruz these guys live it like they're over living in juarez like they their their scene is gnarly and they're just coming out here this is like their escape you know this is their one chance to escape and i always had so much love for those border towns in, in texas they're just people would come out in droves for that you know it's fucking oh, shout yeah. out yeah shout out yeah shout out well, yeah, don't get me wrong, dude. Like I've been I, the craziest shows I've seen were in Cali. We're at the Showcase Theater, man. You know what I mean? Like some of the craziest shit yeah, I've ever. They go off. I gotta showcase, say the. Dude. I gotta say the, uh, the 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 gnarliest time I I ever saw suffocation was in Texas, 
and uh, I think it was at like what was it? Oh, Fort was it Worth that Suicide Silence show? Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and with like Carcass, Carcass and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And and the member Dan was like, like Derek and Dan were kind of like art or laughing and arguing about like Suicide Silence was playing over yeah. suffocation, you know. And he's like, "All right, we're gonna show yeah. you guys what's up." And then that was the gnarliest I've ever seen. Yeah, they were like, "We're gonna play. make it was you like guys... the most yeah. pissed off thing." Dude, Frank was <laughs> yeah. so well, dude, it was okay. fucking badass. And like Texas, no, we, sorry, yeah. just I mean, dude, the crowd was so cr- like those Texas crowds are like crazy. What was that? Do you have any idea like, what that venue knows. was? Because we've been there a few times, and that venue was <sighs> I don't remember. What it's, yeah, like every time there they cook a bunch of and, food and for you also, outside. There's like this family that cooks a bunch of food yeah. for you every single time. I'm friends with them still on Facebook. I'm just oh terrible. yeah, dude. I know too, dude. Wait, no, yeah, no, no, awesome. that's Col- yeah, yeah. no, never mind. Sorry, that was Colorado. Just to finish though on that, but Joe, the sound guy, Justin, he like, I think he like turned them up louder than he was supposed to. Like, like he just like cranked it because he was like, yeah, yeah. Dude. and it was like so loud. And it was just like, it, dude, it was like the best sound in the, in the gnarliest set I've ever seen. And I've seen suffocation murder so many shows, but do that. Was, yeah. I remember that clearly. Like I still remember that. You remember that how pissed yeah. that was, dude? And the crowd was just like this insane. I was like, I didn't want to go near. They took it. They, they won't like, say Whoa. it, but they took it personally. They were like, "Oh, suicides above us. Yeah, like it a, was a, a deathcore bands above us. Like you guys like are yeah. whatever, dude. I mean, if they took it personally, that's what made yeah. them fucking. That's what I'm saying. That that's night. what I'm saying. They took it. it was like it was so. They were sick. just had that. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, DK. We yeah. love you. But there was <laughs> you got crushed. There was by something about that night. I wasn't even there, but yeah, you were crushed. I love you, dude. Yeah, just adding to what Obi was talking about, just like how the crowds down there, like they do really support it. Like it's a, it's an intense. You know, there's great crowds and you know shows in California, New York, you know, Florida, all over, all over the place. You know, of course Europe, but uh, you know the vibes. The vibes. I just remember like the first time, and it's all positive. Yeah, the first time I went through Texas, I was like, if there was like another place I would want to be besides California, like it would be fucking Texas, man. Like those dudes, you know, like I got great vibes down there, man. It was, you know, they they put on some killer shows and kids show up and like it's 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 fun. Yeah, had some great shows in Texas, Austin. Yeah, Austin always really sick. Emos in Austin. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I I love Texas too. And I, I'd love to keep talking about it, but I'm here for Obi, dude. So, um, yeah. well, <laughs> I love no, so the point is, it's all it's all love all around. No, 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 no. Everywhere. Dude, no, I'm, Texas, all I'm saying is, I'm just trying to steer back onto Obi because he's you still gotta got some tune more. into the Texas Death podcast if you want to hear more about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So inherits at the point of. Uh, all right. So, um, before right before that. Um, I did a double duty tour. We toured with, I want to say, I can't, rem- I think it was, it was either us and Septical Gorge and Condemned. I want to say that was the fucking tour. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or it was just us and Septical. I don't know, man. They kind of blend all together, you know what I mean, after a while. But um, I, I, there was a tour in 2010 or maybe 2009. I, I don't know, man. But, uh, uh, Dave from pathology hit me up and he was like, Hey, you know, do you want to, uh, do this tour with us? And they were doing a tour with, um, jungle rot and, uh, enthroned. It was a weird, like, uh, 
fucking hodgepodge. Yeah, that is a hodgepodge. Like old school fucking black metal and like brutal death. But that actually is like a nice, I like those kinds of bills. You a know? Variety. You those would variety. be the bills at the pound. I mean, I'm not trying to take it back, but I'm just saying the pound would have <laughs> those types of bills too. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, so uh what i did was we did this like two weeker with inherit disease and uh i think to this day that was the last like tour i did with inherit disease it was like 2010 man um and we did that and then uh when we finished our last show was in denver and then dave and the pathology guys picked me up in denver and we went all the way around like went up north all the way across down to the east coast and all the way back so i was gone like i think five weeks or something like that and um it, it was a really good time it was super weird going from one band to the other you know what i mean um yeah. but uh that was a really good time you know and that was right when i want to say i was getting married like fucking a month after that after that tour, you know? And so we did that and Dave was like, you know, man, like we'd love to fucking have you on this, you know? And I, I that was when they were signed to like victory and they had a bunch of, yeah. and this was the, the crossroads in my life, man. Like it's that. Fair, dude. So, so you're at that point, you're like, okay, so what do it I do? Like, do I, had, do I... They, they had shit like this, dude. It was like, okay, we're going to do like, we're, we're, we're doing, I think it was like, Europe with obituary. We got a emulation tour in the States. Um, you know, they had all these, like, like the bands that I grew up fucking worshiping, dude, like all those, like you're going to tour with all them. But at the same time, like I had just started my own tile business. Um, I was getting married literally like three weeks after um, that tour or something, you know, maybe a month or something. Um, right after that and uh i i chose a family life man you know what i mean i i and that's when pathology got john huber which went on to do some amazing shit with those guys um and uh that's one of those things that i sometimes think about i'm like god what if i just had done that you mm, know what i mean dude, i mean i'm i have I, i'm not going to mention the band's name but i uh i had the opportunity to jump on something big i, I know what you're talking about motherfucker. You know, you yeah about you know what i'm talking yeah. about and two days later i found out that my oldest was yeah we we're gonna be having our oldest yeah, so. yeah dude within yeah within within a month or two like uh, you know we, what's we were, what we were it's wild good. to me that our lives dude are very mirrored like yeah. we've called each other a few times and been like wait i'm actually going through the same thing yeah yeah and you're like wait oh okay well, yeah. and then then it became like, oh, now we got somebody to talk to about oh, it. For sure. Know? For sure. man. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely have a lot of parallel things in our lives, man. That's yeah. Just, so, you know what I'm talking about? And that was that. So, you know how I would have been excited about that. And then two days later, you find out you're going to be a dad. You're like, OK, well. That that would have been amazing, but yeah. I got another human coming now. You know, so. and, and, and at that time, like, I don't know, like, you know, you guys have when you're like balls deep in the music, you have that like obsession to create, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that, that fucking driving obsession to create. I got that for like tile setting and like doing like 
I call it art, you know what I It is art, you know? bro. I've done it and I know what you're talking about. It, I watch your videos. I saw your videos slicing those tiles the other day. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but the, like I, I had that and I had like in that, that you make way more money doing that than you do doing death metal. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Probably like three or sure. four times more. And I, I was starting a family and I'm like, okay, this is what I got to do. And, you know, so I, uh, I, I fucking, I jumped into that, you know, and I, I, I told the guys in pathology, I, I couldn't do that. And, you know, right around the same time and hair disease were kind of moving, you know, the guys were moving away and that was kind of fading out. And it's not like hair disease isn't broken up or done or anything like that. It's just, it's been 10 years since we've written anything, you know, <laughs> that's not to say we won't like make some shit in the next fucking month. Yeah. I don't know. Odious wow. did one 13 years later, dude. You guys got three more years, dude. So exactly. can I can <laughs> I ask a clarifying question? Because yeah, yeah. Ephemeral, the third album, didn't come out until 2016. But are you saying it was written much earlier than then? Way earlier. And recorded even way earlier also? Recorded way earlier. We sat on it for I don't even know how long. Okay. Um, there there was like some some like label issues and some like I don't know. I I just death metal politics i don't know you know what i mean that that that's yeah it's not what i'm about you know um <laughs> but uh yeah there was just some like uh there was just some weird shit going on with it and yeah. uh so it took a while to kind of get it figured out and uh and get it actually released you know but uh yeah we we recorded that uh fuck i don't even know what year we recorded it but it sat for a quite a while quite a while but while it sat you know two of the guys were in another state and yep. the, the rest of the three of us were here so we weren't doing shit it just kind of sat there and then when it came out it was like um i don't know it's kind of weird to release an album when you're not able to support it you know so it just kind of popped out and that was that and um yeah i mean it's it's a good album it's heavy as fuck so like, it's very um dan osborne like he he knew what he wanted to do with that album and he like pulled it off you know it came out fucking gross you know and that's with with my part in that i tried to make it as like gross and dissonant as i possibly could whereas like the album before that was was uh i think it was a little more aggressive and uh I don't know. I Visceral Transcendence is my favorite album from Inherit. You know what I mean? Like that, my personal favorite. I had the most fun doing it. Um, the 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 third one. You know, like I said, like weird shit was happening in the band, and I don't know. I'm like, I guess you could say I'm like a sensitive person or something. So I like, you know, I I I, I vibe off the things that's happening. You're you know, an and, empath. You're an empath. Yes, exactly, bro. Exactly. So, like, that shit affects me. You know what I mean? And and uh, um, you know that that translates into everything I do, subliminally. You know. Um, same, dude. Again, we we are very very similar people, dude. I'm a big yeah. empath. You know, I don't like confrontation either. I mean, if I have to deal with it, I'm going to deal with it. But I'm saying, like, when I see other people, like having conflict with each other that i that i mutually love or respect you know it's just like that shit hurts me dude so it hurts me that you, you were you were an empath in pathology 
Sorry, I'll shut and up. pathology. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> this 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 podcast. I'm I've made up plenty of words, dude. What'd you just make up? What was it? Empathology, dude. <laughs> we got decrepitated, tormentation, and empathology now. Yeah. Oh, don't forget the uh, uh, what was your fucking uh, band? Obi Wan Jacoby. Obi Wan Jacoby. Jacoby. <laughs> it's the most fun fucking band name to say out loud. It's fucking fun, dude. That's I. I can't believe any of you guys don't remember. I know I've said it to you, Joel. I've had to have said it to you and you too, Obi. Don't fucking act like I've never said that. <laughs> you might have. You might have. You might have. I've never I, drank I, alcohol either. I've never drank alcohol. Yeah. Never. Me. Never. Birds aren't no. real. Birds aren't real. Oh, I have a shirt for that, but I didn't wear it. I, I Anyways. <laughs> it's cool to hear. Yeah, it's really cool to hear your reflections on the albums. I actually like Ephemeral the most and just rep that shit all the time. I'm like, dude, have you guys heard Inherit Disease? You haven't? Check this out. And Spiritual Paralysis drops. And I'm just like air drumming to it. Whatever is going on. I'm like, whenever I'm in the car with people, I'm like, this is the OG. Well, more or less OG Cali Death. Like, it's trippy because like as a vocalist like like the the second album for me was that's when i was on the ray kurzweil trip i was just mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like it was blow it was just yeah procreating it had already been like recorded and stuff when we were talking about kurzweil yeah so yeah. i know that like that is you, so you that discovered was that. that after and then that influenced and, the next one. yes and then ephemeral i wrote while i was like balls deep in starting my own business. Uh, I had like a fucking couple months old kid, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I, and, and the dude's like, Dan was like on a mission, dude. He knew exactly what, what he wanted. You know what I mean? He was like, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And, and so it was kind of like, I, 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 I took like what I, wanted to do and kind of added in what I thought would work with the new stuff, which was kind of different. You know what I mean? It wasn't the same as it was a little more um, like muddy, I guess you could say. And, and not as, uh, I don't know. It just was, it was raw. Was. Yeah. Really raw. Yeah. It's a little going yeah, down little, instead of little, going up. Yeah. A little, you know, and, and also I'm not going to lie, dude, I, it, there, it, I, I, took way less time working on that one um which is totally my fault but you know i had a three-month-old kid and uh you know um yeah i, I, I could imagine what it would be like to try and put something together at that time well but you know there's that and and i i don't know i think when i look at everything i've done i can always put more time into something dude you know what i mean but that one yeah. i definitely could have could have uh put some more time into it and and changed a few things but you know it, it came out really gross and uh it was it was weird recording it without all the guys there you know it was weird um you know only having like half of the band there because the other band had already moved and uh it was just kind of like i'm like what do you think and they're just like it's great do they know like your vocal like, pattern? Like, <laughs> Great, did know? they have any idea of like what you were going to do or what vocal patterns you were going to do? Or you just went in and just did not, it and showed it to them? Not so much, dude. Not so yeah. much, you know, because I was at that time, dude, I was, I was working 16 hours a day and I had a fresh kid, you know what I mean? Like it was, 
my life was insane, dude. My life was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we pulled it off and, and, uh, we, we recorded it and then it came out. I don't even know how much long later, a year, two years, three years. I don't even know, man. But, uh, you know, that came out. And, uh, at that point I was, you know, super deep in my career, just like grinding, 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 grinding. And, uh, I did that for quite a long time and, uh, got divorced, I don't know, six years ago. And, uh, my kid, like, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to take on anything new when you have young children around, you know, because that's your focus. And that's like, that's Mm -hmm. your fucking priority. You know what I mean? Like you're making sure those kids like, like this is okay. Yeah. You're making sure those kids like grow up right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like a um, an instinctual thing. It's almost like a. It's weird when, it you it's it's like you don't have a choice in it. If you're really ready for it, it's just gonna happen. Boom! Now you're you're responsible for this other human. For sure. You have to make sure that they grow up to be healthy and they're safe until the point that they can actually go out on their own and, sure. and so i i mean me and you we're the only ones on this podcast that know what we're talking about right now so it's like you have to if you really want to be somebody who makes an impact on that little human that we're talking about like that's the number one priority we just yeah. gotta we gotta step into dad mode know that it's there keep writing lyrics still love music you know but unfortunately like you can't really give much time to creating anything when you're trying well, to that, be there for somebody talk, else that's what i was talking about earlier about the balance man mm-hmm. when you have like all these different fucking uh when your pie chart starts getting sliced up real thin you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yep it's, it's really fucking hard, man. And I, and you know, I'm not fucking perfect, man. You know what I mean? I'm far from perfect, dude, but nobody's ever going to be. Yeah. You just, when you, you can, if you're able to admit that, then you've already fucking got one step ahead of everybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause I'm perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You definitely got a step four steps ahead of fucking carton arcs over here, dude. (laughs) Carton arcs. I just, you you don't remember out your ass. Oh God! Your your my remember MySpace, your oh, MySpace yeah. profile where it said you worked was circuit shitty. Yep, I remember that. We were talking about that earlier. Circuit <laughs> shitty, dude. I, like, I used to I used to answer the phone. I'd be like, I'd say I'd say instead of thank you for calling Circuit City, I'd say fuck you for calling for, fuck you for calling suck it shitty. I would say I'd say fuck you for calling suck it shitty. This is Joel. I can help you. Like, every time I'd, like, oh, I'd call up like. <laughs> I had so many like inside yeah. jokes for or you know. or or no. Let me try and bust another one. It was <laughs> fuck you for calling. <laughs> fuck you for calling circus season. Is Joe Dick? Can I help you? Oh yeah, I would say suck a dick in the middle. But fuck you for calling oh, suck a fuck you for calling suck a dick. I can help you. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh yeah. So uh, do you have a forty-two inch uh, fucking Panasonic? 
Have you taken the butt? What was that? Oh yeah, I got a forty-two inch. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, yeah. I remember so buying nice. like a like a, a real t like one of those tube TVs from you guys or something. Like, oh god, man. Ago, like, I mean, I had to make it fun, dude. That was, you know, and like what Obi, what you were saying, that was a. Uh, I had a manager that was a musician, so he would let me straight up just bounce for tour. It'd just be like, and I literally worked across the street from Circuit City, so I would just like bounce yeah. come back lived, for, um, you live yeah. across the street yeah walk yeah. to work right i know yeah. i drove um but <laughs> <laughs> no i would i would yeah well, everywhere we lived and that's where we jammed was right yeah there. yeah was everything was furniture down yeah it's yeah. like i went and made money for a little while across the street then i'd go back and then make we just made millions touring and then uh <laughs> yeah you know, exactly so, yeah. so we did yeah. in money um but yeah that's why i had to make 13 dollars an hour at fucking circuit city and a bunch of our but, friends uh, work there like carrie and oh yeah i got everyone jobs there that was the yeah. that was the i mean you have to have like that's kind of like going back to the mike hamilton thing you got to have some sort of income because you know you think you're killing it and then you come home and then they count everything out it's like all right a month all right well all right, dude. Here's yeah. six hundred bucks, dude. Well, dude, that's, that's <laughs> hundred and five. You come back and be like, "Here's sixty. Uh, there's dude. sixty. There's sixty. Yeah. You so know it's like Carrie... I, I'm in debt. One negative one thousand. All right, Joel. Yeah. Real quick, sorry, Joel. Carrie, who else? What other musicians did you get to? Uh, I mean, Andrew Packer at... worked there. Um, so they were all touring music. Gypsy Hawk. He was a touring musician. As he wasn't well, in Gypsy Hawk yet. That was right after uh, he left. But yeah. he toured with them, right? I'm oh, just yeah. saying, like, yeah. that was a metal blade that, band. That's yeah. really cool of time. you. I'll be right back. Give me five. Give me four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that's Fuck, really yeah. cool that uh, you got those. Once you figured out that you could tour with that gig, you gave, you know, the, the you told, or, not told you got that <laughs> you got that job for other people who were also touring musicians so yeah and there's actually they benefited another, from uh, that the manager big, the that biggest you're talking about the biggest one that you're talking about the biggest kind of job that you're talking about like that is definitely when i was a caretaker for this guy jesse i forget his last name but all the astratosphere guys worked for him and he was yeah he was like he was definitely Jesse. What was the last name? I forget his last name. He's like the. He always calls himself the most famous cripple in Santa Cruz because he's. You literally get a a fucking a photo book of Santa Cruz and he's in there. Like you know, like he'll be. He's definitely like a and like Billy Corgan calls him and shit when I'm hanging out with him. And so, shit, but you know, he was like, in the music scene in Santa. He's just or? he's just obsessive music guy. Um, yeah. And shout out if he watches this. I know he watches everything because he's just he basically has a very a rare form of uh, multiple sclerosis. Where he's okay. stuck in bed and he's got like a, a tube and like a feeding tube and like but he's you know he smokes a bunch of pot I'm, i don't know if i'm supposed to say that he just sits there and like, he just gets you know it's legal now dude he, he just hangs out with the boys and just you know he's chills in a spot with this condition and and he'll he'll shoot in some funny things and well that's um, awesome if he if he's watching this dude shout out dude rock on yeah bro. no yeah. cheney cheney from uh from uh entheos is working entheos. for him right now yeah oh, no shit no he's still keeping it going um nice yeah no he gave me a lot of opportunity with you know it was basically just show up and just hang out for eight hours and just you know help him with a couple things and you get 11 bucks an hour but sometimes you do like 16 hour shifts you know it's like just knock out you know you work with them for eight hours you sleep for eight hours and you leave and it was you know for touring it was fucking perfect and that's why a stratosphere there's other big bands that he had um as well working for him but yeah no he 
he has kept a, a lot of people afloat in Santa Cruz. Um, that definitely, <laughs> that's what's up, dude. Yeah, yeah no, we all need those types. <laughs> that's of what dudes. every every music scene needs a, a crippled guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. You gotta need a caretaker, a cool cripple guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he was the shit, yeah. man. Like his parties were. You just throw like sick parties like at his house with like all these musicians and like a stratosphere guys show up and you're just like, what the fuck? Like you're all like, you know, Mr. Bungle uh, Trey would show up and like the shit that you're just like, what the fuck? Like it's it's just uh, no, he was just a next level kind of a dude. And he yeah, he provided a lot of opportunity for for me and other people that were just kind of like because because we were kind of I had no career path at all. It was kind of just like, all right, well, music's kind of like, you know, I'm doing what I've set i've wanted to do since i was a little kid watching shows at pound the pound and slims and stuff and i'm doing that now so i gotta try to yeah. keep this going afloat as however i can and then as things start to fizzle out you know you start to get that adult look on things where you're like all right well i need like money <laughs> like, <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> like food is super good i love food I'm like it's so good it's super good dude, <laughs> dude. and it's when like... you can pick what you can eat dude it's super sick yeah and you don't have to sleep yeah. on a couch oh my god so sick yeah. But uh, no, it's yeah, it's just one of those things. There's there's a lot of those like odd side jobs that have kept a lot of musicians afloat. And that's, you know, super important if you want to give it a shot. You know what I mean? But in death. Yeah, dude. Just... All right. So Obi's back. I'm back, dude. I got a refill. I took a leak. I'm nice, dude. Take us home. Yeah. Take us. Tell us about your penis. I'm sitting in a broken chair right now, dude. Um, I'm so unprepared. Well, I don't fucking sit at a computer. I do. Yeah, I, dude. I have my own business and I run that fucking thing with my iPhone. There you so go, I, dude. I don't, I don't sit in here. You know, hey, I mean? that's all good. But uh, um, okay, so where was I? I was uh, okay. I so basically, kind of like the music thing was on pause. Um, got married, had a kid. Um, I mean, I still listen to music and it was weird, man. In that time, dude, like it became, like I was saying earlier, a little disillusioned with, I, I started like my brutal death metal cup, like got full to the point where it was like spilling out without me. Like everything I heard, like sounded like a band that I already knew. Mm -hmm. And, and it's it, I started getting pissed off, man. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like there's not, you know, um, and I, I, dude, I started going back on the nineties, dude, I started going back to my roots and, um, I, it was weird, dude. Like I, I just, I listened for a couple of years. I listened to nothing but like super old school death metal, like the shit that I started with, you know, um, and doing my own business. I was making good money. I, started collecting fucking death metal shirts, you know, and memorabilia. So I have a fuckload of really crazy shit. Nice. Um, uh, I started going back to thrash metal, man. I listened to a lot of thrash metal for a few years. Um, even like back to like the butt rock, dude. And I still yeah. listen to that shit. I ain't going to lie, dude. Me There's too. no shame to my game, dude. I'll, I'll, I listen to <laughs> no shame to his game. Everything. How, how dare you? <laughs> what's the buddiest of butt rock that you yeah, what's, listen what's to what's the buddiest of butt rock like like okay Docking. today i listened to tesla okay that's sacramento dude i worked on a tesla today bro <laughs> no, i know i know the guys from tesla yeah. it's not no, the guys exactly from tesla, what you mean bro the guys, the guys from tesla tesla would come into when i worked at guitar center in sacramento and just come out and just all the guys yeah. knew him 
out and just shred. Like even I mean, it's 2011. They just come in and just dude. Were there were there uh, guitars battery powered or? God, yeah, probably maybe an active pickup. I don't know. <laughs> it's old technology. Dude. <laughs> no, but they those guys were fucking. That's like a Sacramento, like basically one of the the buddiest of rock for Sacramento. Tesla was. They shredded can I, it. Can I can I show you guys one thing that I yeah, show like, me. right in the closet right here and I can show you guys. Do Are it, you gonna man. walk out of the closet? A little thing. I, I'm gonna come out right now. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna have the best ratings. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> <sighs> no, I got a fucking something in here, dude, and and uh I don't know, maybe like I don't know, eight years ago or something, I bought a bunch of shit off Chris Barnes, dude. Oh, no shit. Honestly, dude, that guy, like his his vocals on the new album. <laughs> his vocals changed changed. Well, they, the did, they did, they did now. Not for sure. I just for sure they did. I'm the new album. Yeah. Totally being a dick. That was such a dick move, bro. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. I I feel bad about it now. You're such a dick, man. Dude. Now I want to see it. <laughs> Tomb of the Mutilated, guys. It's really good. Yeah. It no, is. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Fuck fucking... yeah. Fuck yeah. The bleeding. Back Life was, like Eating Back Life was the first death metal album I ever bought. So this is this is something that I picked up. You guys see that? Oh shit. Oh shit. Fuck. This is the fucking so original cool. Vincent Locke drawing. For eating back to, like a pen and ink drawing for eating back to life that he sent to cannibal what the fuck dude is that, that not like a, the sickest piece of fucking death metal history you've ever seen so they straight up used that on the album yeah this is what he drew and sent to them wow dude. like it's in pen dude i feel like a fucking asshole right now because that's so cool <laughs> How that's really that, fucking dude. cool dude i know that's legit history that's what really I have, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I, what you, else is in there, dude? Okay, well, I got some like signed fucking uh butchered at birth posters. Yeah, nice. I mean, if you, dude, I could you could seriously have an entire podcast on the shit that I have, bro, dude. We should do I, that. I have, Actually, I have, I'm fucking down. Part two, Obi is yeah. gonna be Obi's trash, bro. You know what? Uh, you guys know Paul from Cerebral Bore. I've met him before. Okay, yeah, he stayed in my pad one time, and he did like a little video. I don't even know if it's on YouTube or not, but he did a little video of like some of the shit that I have. Like, you know, like I have the shirt that Chris Barnes was wearing in Ace Ventura. You know what, what I mean? Wow, like, yeah. yeah, dude. I have. You're like, like a fucking death metal hard rock casino, bro. Casino, yeah, hard but... rock casino. They or wait, no, yeah, it's like Hollywood. Hollywood. Sorry, fuck. No, it's, it's Hollywood, dude. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right, yeah. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> hard rock casino. No, he's like a Man. death metal, oh, like a we rock and roll hall of fame. A chain, or... a chain restaurant. Called <laughs> I'm like a casino. death metal. A Planet Hollywood has all the memorabilia <laughs> all around the fucking <laughs> restaurant, dude. I fucking dropped the wrong name, dude. No, it's all. Hey, you fucked it all up, dude. I fucked it all up. Dude. We gotta start over again. Should we should we start the podcast? And cut. Over? <laughs> dude, that's Damn, that's sick, no, but and can you find that shirt? You can't find that shirt right now, could you? It what, which shirt? The fucking the Ace Ventura shirt. Ventura shirt I, I can, but it's going to take... I can go grab it if you want me to. How many minutes? Yeah, go grab we'll it. Talk, we'll talk. It'll like dude. probably three or four minutes. I okay, gotta okay, go. okay, grab we it. got it, dude. dude. We could talk. We could talk. We dude. got it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, if you yes. can, that would be yeah, so yes, sick yes. right now, dude. Yes. 
Thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> that would be so sick, dude. How the fuck do you get that? That's such a. How the fuck do you get that? There's pictures of him of Chris Barnes wearing that with fucking Jim Carrey. Well, my the this I I wore a, a bootleg fucking cynic shirt to a cannibal show. Uh, it was like their demo cynic logo. Yeah, whatever yeah. you would see on the tapes. Yeah, and for sure. uh, um, and and who's like the crucified like fucking uh ghost or whatever on one of those? I can't remember what demo it was for, but I just bought it because eBay fucking. I'm looking like, at the picture right now of of Jim Carrey, and I guess that's Chris. So Lawrence. no, no, no. Yeah, Alex, the not, shirt. Alex was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, get that. Get that picture, fucking. Oh, that's Alex. Webster no, no, no. said because I wore that to that show, and then we ended up hanging out with him after because Dan no, or whatever. And uh, when I we were wearing that, when I was wearing that shirt, he said that's the one that I wore in Ace Ventura. So, but I I have never actually watched Ace Ventura enough to actually see what Alex is wearing. So I don't know if he's really. But Joseph, you should definitely get queued up the the the, so we'll fact check him right now. I want to see. Yeah, let's fact check him right now. Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna share screen. All right. This is what this is what I found. This is what if it doesn't match it, then this is gonna be embarrassing. (laughs) No, the demon dude's on there. We're calling him out before he even gets. Oh, that's that's Rob. That's Rob. Oh, dude, yeah, but wait, that's right. No, that's, yeah, that's my sh- that's my shirt. Oh, okay, that's Rob. Okay, that's my shirt. So that's the old cynic logo. Yeah, that's that's actually like the cover. He's of on the, the right, all the way to the oh, right. That is a cool picture, dude. Look at that. Yeah, all the way to the right. Man. Can we get one with Chris? Look how Barnes cool that is, dude. Wow. Oh, he's just wearing a cannibal corpse shirt. I've never seen that before. Is that the? So may- yeah, if he comes back with the cannibal old logo or whatever, then you know he's legit. Is that okay, down, to, down to the right? Down to the right. Oh, down, man, the right uh, down, down one more. Yeah, that one. Okay. okay so it's a cannibal. It's an old cannibal. Oh, okay. a long sleeve. Zoom in on that, but you can't. You probably there's probably more pictures. Because I have such bad eyes, I can't even tell what's on that shirt. We're getting all. all right, no, but man. it's a cannibal shirt with the cannibal on the on the Carrying arm. All right, oh, here it is. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! shit. Dude, no way. Fucking I just merch it, drop. I just toppled down like you know those yellow and fucking black Home Depot uh, yeah. boxes. I just toppled like nine of those over to get this thing fast. Oh, I appreciate Dude, it. Dude, thank you. Thank you yeah, for that. For sure, man. Um, I did we, have we, all this shit. I had it all set up and like you know those hockey jersey display things? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like got a glass on it. Yep. Yep. It's be protected. I had it in one of those. And I wanted to kind of change it around, so I took it out. But uh, how much would you let that thing go for? Uh, <laughs> let him get it out first, dude. How, how much did you let that thing okay. go for? Okay, check it out. This shirt right here. Oh. This is the first. They, I think they made fifty of these at the first Cannibal show. This wow. is Chris Barnes's personal fucking shirt, dude. Trip out on this. That's like Motley Crue's heads on sticks. Nice, dude. Oh, whoa. That's you know insane, what I mean? Dude. Yeah. That's oh, like yeah. this shit to me is priceless. Oh, dude. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. So how like, much money would you take? Great fucking- <laughs> <laughs> um this is the shirt right here. Oh, that's totally the shirt. I that's it, dude. Oh my god. Oh shit, dude. Well, the arms are cut oh, though. They, they cut, cut the sleeves. Well, he had a sleeves? long sleeve shirt on oh, under okay. this. Who would oh, have like a butchered at birth fucking long sleeve, you know, with the things? Yeah, so we just this, looked it up. This is the shirt that he wore in Ace Ventura right here. 
fucking mother- how crazy fucker, is that dude? dude that's the most that's the most insane death metal artifact i've ever seen yeah it's, nuts. it's fucking that, nuts it's, so I, cool. I'm, it's it's still like it's fucking weird to me that i have this stuff i'm like super excited right now <laughs> i am ex- i'm super yeah. excited and i want to tell everybody who's looking for that sorry you're not going to get it, it sounds like Obi's seen this long sleeve? for a long time oh shit. yeah dude. dude that's the hammer smash face single cover yeah yeah, but it's a European tour shirt. Dude, those you have like hundreds of thousands of dollars of shirts. Dude, you don't understand. Dude, Joel. <laughs> I, I can't even do it right now, bro. Here, check. <laughs> Hold on. See, now you guys opened up fucking Pandora's box. <laughs> All right. You guys rad. ever seen uh, Cannibal Corpse Eats Moscow Alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that old, that that old uh, live. Yeah. When the dude, when they're smoking weed in the van, and they're like the cryptic stench. Oh shit! I do remember that video, dude. Look at- <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> God, dude. So how did you? Get, how did he get bomber this- jacket, bro? So he just gave it to you? It's or- a fucking bomber. No, I bought jacket? it off him, dude. He bought him Is off that him? embroidered? Yeah. Jesus. Like a free control fucking Christ, tour, dude. like bomber jacket, bro. Holy shit. Wow. Dude, that Ace Ventura shirt's at least ten grand. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it'd be worth a hundred grand, but I don't know. You know, that's, that's your the daughter's pawn- college just, fund, bro. The Pawn Stars guys might might fight you on that. But so, uh, <laughs> and I, I like I said, this could be a podcast about my fucking shirt collection because I have Part so two. much. That's the fucking holy grail right there, though, man. I'm but but like that you have that to me, like you know, when I think of like high school i hated high school i hated how awkward i felt i i felt like i fucking didn't belong i felt like super awkward um but in that time like the fucking um soundtrack to my life would have been fucking butchered at birth and tomb of the mutilated like walking down the hallways walking home from school yeah stoned in the park like whatever i was doing like that music was driving me the entire like if time th- if you throw that on today you'll think about walking down the hall absolutely yeah, let's yeah. do our first special uh mini episode of going through your your collection and call it coming out of obi's closet that sounds amazing <laughs> but yes, there's sir. only one stipulation you got to come down <laughs> and right, be with you oh, dude i would love to fucking trip, go down bro. there dude it's not that far it's you not that here. far you got to be here to see it, bro. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm coming up this weekend, too. You're coming up this way? Yeah. Dude, come on. <laughs> so, Bring your shit with you. Unload <laughs> it in this living room. Maybe we can meet up and, and like, stand six feet apart from each other and do one of these, like, Demolition Man. Dude. <laughs> no. seen that movie? That's I'm going to hug you. Yeah. I'll hug you backwards. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll hug backwards like this. That's a great movie. <laughs> no That's for real though it, so what uh uh your your lady's coming to visit some family yeah we're gonna go up there and do like an early thanksgiving with her family nice you know? dude so what, what what when are you going like What's where that? are you going to san francisco uh, south city South City. okay right right by my shop friends giving on uh on friday if you want or saturday if you want to start, right? All right, we're coming up probably Friday night. We'll be there till like Sunday morning or something. So oh, stay around. We're in, I'm yeah. gonna be in like a fucking tamale coma, but you know, I'll be I'll be there. Dude, yeah. dude, you gotta check out my pad. It's 
pretty redonk. Are you in the city now? Where are you at, Joe? Uh, no, he's in Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz. He's trying to get you to go an hour south, hour and a half south. It's not an hour know. south. It's on the way from him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not going to go, go Dude, there. Then go. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm from my, my vantage point. I'm sorry. Anywhere. But uh, my like, van- your come okay, see me, and then you go backwards. Oh, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> my vantage point and his vantage point where he's going to, he's going it. to be up but here. But use a little, use a little geographical skills. Don't know? try and steal him away from me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, Obi's okay. hot stuff. Now that he's busted yeah, out the dude. fucking cannibal, right? Yeah. He's like, can I try it on? Can I <laughs> it for a minute? Can oh, I, dude, dude, I would. Yeah, I want to take you, all the pictures in that. Let's do a I'll photo pay, shoot. I'll, I'll give you. Th- I'll give you thirty-five dollars if you let me wear it in a picture. I'll give you two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but but for, I don't want to wear a long sleeve underneath. I'm just gonna rock the fucking gun. Oh no! So you got you, guns, you'd have to touch your nipples to the shirt, or it didn't happen. <laughs> so oh, yeah, dude. he's gonna right. decrease the value. All right, that's fucking rad. So yeah. all right, so, I know we so basically. We, I I didn't do anything like. Um, I didn't do anything musically for a few years. You know, I had uh, other shit going on in my life and uh, uh, I wound up getting divorced. Um, time goes by, your kid gets older. Um, you start to be able to have a little more time for yourself, you know? Uh, and uh, I, I joined a band called Iniquitous Deeds. Um, those dudes are some of the, most talented craziest fucking musicians i've ever seen um and i loved them from day one because like i was saying earlier like when your like death metal cup gets like full and starts spilling over and you you it's hard to retain things yeah. like that band was one of the bands that like i remembered shit like and that's to me like that's your special you know what I mean? If I remember something from, from a newer album that I hear, like it's fucking special, you know? Yep. Same. And uh, those dudes riffs and, and like everything about that band was like so weird and like strange and awesome all at the same time. Um, you know, th- they asked me to do it and I was just like, hell yes, hell yes. You know? And you know, what's funny, man. I've been in that band for fucking I want to say like five years, four years. Mm-hmm. And we've played three shows and we haven't recorded a single song. <laughs> but those dudes are hard at work on writing new stuff. And I've heard a bunch of new stuff. And it's going to be, it's going to be the fucking weirdest, catchiest thing that I think people have heard in a long time. It's nice. way different. It's way different from anything that anybody's doing. Um, and it's all because those dudes are weird as fuck. It's funny how like you go from like the super technical when you're growing up, you want to like the most crazy un uncatchy motherfucking what the riffs are just nonstop moving, just going bananas to like, as you get older, I noticed that I kind of like, I need that. I need something to hook me a little bit, especially like when I've already have my baseline, I have my nostalgic music. I have, I have my bands. I love, I have everything I love. But like you need that like something extra, like a little extra catchy to hook you in. You can't just be like 
a million riffs a second constant like you got to be like you got to bring me reel me in a little i'm old now reel me but, in a little bit you know the thing is is like with iniquitous deeds man they do a million riffs a second but the riffs are so fucking weird that yeah. you remember it you know what That's i mean cool. it, totally they, they don't compromise anything it's the heaviest shit i've ever heard you yeah know what I mean? and i mean i don't know if you guys are familiar with like matt kilner the drummer absolutely he for gorgasm now you know what i mean like that dude is insane, bro. That's He's awesome. Crazy, man. And Nico, the fucking guitar, all all three of those dudes, man. Chris, the, the bass player, all those dudes are like at the top of their game. You know what I mean? Has the uh, guitar player played in any of the projects that we might know? Of? No, no, no. That's just, just it. Strictly Iniquitous Deeds. That's his Damn. shit. Um, he writes most of the riffs. I think Matt comes up with some of them as well. But uh he told me as soon as I joined the band, he's like, look, man, I'm a slow writer. I fucking tweak out on this shit. And, you know, I, 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 I want to take my time with it and make this shit right. And I'm just, I was just like, whatever you want to do, bro. Like when yeah. it's ready, like I will spew my fucking spackle all over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck yeah. So it's, I love it. I'm, I'm we'll get those that, dudes man. on here at some point to talk. Yeah. You should, man. And, and you know, uh, time will tell, man. Like, that, that shit will come out and people will just be like, what the fuck? Like, it's going to be super heavy, super different, very fucking technical. It, it's it's going to be really good shit. I'm, I'm super excited for the fuck. Is there any timetable or anything for that? No. No. Nico's oh, yeah. the dude who's an artist. He he, he that guy this, is. You know what's crazy? Some wicked HR guy gigger stuff. Trip out on this man. He came down and he started working with me for a while because I was like, dude, because he wanted to switch some shit up. So he came down here and started working with me for a little bit. Um, moved down to Ventura, and uh, <laughs> this motherfucker started like snaking shit out the trash like like electrical conduits and like all kinds of like you know what i mean like just weird mm -hmm. shit and he'd take it home and glue it onto a board and like put fucking glue on it and paint and like all kinds of shit and make some fucking crazy shit dude like oh, that yeah. guy's mind is yeah he's definitely got a gigger brain dude for sure yeah no for i've seen sure. i think I'm, I'm friends with him on some socials and i've seen uh pictures of some of his work dude he's doing like gigger i gigger dude, uh style iphone he, cases he and will shit. fucking he will give you an iphone case that looks like it was vomited straight from a fucking xenomorph you mm -hmm. know what i mean like it, it, it it's so crazy dude. yeah he shows yeah. he shows a lot of that stuff on there and i'm like whoa dude this dude's putting in work yeah so so those dudes are are fucking awesome man i can't wait to to put some stuff out with them you know what i mean like that's that's going to be some heavy hitting fucking ultra brutal fucking shit, you know? Hell yeah, dude. Looking very much forward to doing that, you know? Um, so, but currently pathology is really the only somewhat active thing that you're doing right now. As active as active can be at this point in time. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, man, the dudes in pathology, and this is very important to me, band camaraderie, you have to click, you know what I mean? For it to work, like, and I've, I've started like side projects with dudes, like local dudes or people in town. And I'm a really good reader of people. And, and uh, I've just called it off, 
You know what I mean? Just been like, no, no, no. Like mm -hmm. this is no, you know what I mean? But you've gotten to the I, point with like, certain people where, you know, uh, the connection that is needed for you to, um, thrive. have fun and actually create with some and, and have some productivity. Absolutely. Well, dude. You know? Absolutely, man. And, and, uh, you know, like when we, when I toured with Dave, like in 2010, like we hit it off, like me and him kind of, kind of clicked, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a good dude. You know what I mean? Um, and he called me up. I don't know. What is it like two years ago now? Fuck. It's been two fucking years. I know dude. It goes fast, bro. Um, and he was like, Hey man, like we want to start getting this going again. We want to see where, where you're at. And, and, uh, um, you know, they had had, uh, another dude clayton mead who just joined uh condemn who's a killer vocalist and i didn't know at the time like that uh, it was weird man because they like had they had him I, I guess they had had him there or something and i i don't know you know what i mean like i, I just know what you know i was talking to dave about and um he was just like you know we we, we know you can like pull this off and we, we want you to do this with us. And I was just like, you know, I kind of looked around my life and I'm just like, because I know the way Dave like operates, you know, and it's, it's streamlined, bro. You know what I mean? The dude is good, man. The dude is good at doing this. And uh, so I said, yes, man. I was like, all right, let's, let's fucking do this, you know? And um, it's been super fucking fun, man. I, I've had dude, Ricky, dan and dave those those three dudes are my brothers man like oh, i've had yeah. so much fun with those motherfuckers man it's been Sick. really fucking cool you know um, so that actually brings me to a point where i kind of wanted to bring this up because it's such a cool story to me i don't know it, it's got to be cool to you too but it's still cool um you we had talked about you coming up to south city because your lady was originally from here and stuff and and you know, we had kept in touch throughout the years. And when I found out that you were dating somebody from South City, I was like, yo, do you ever come up here? And then you're like, yeah, I come up a couple times a week. And and then you've I, I found out that you brought your daughter up with you as well. And our my oldest and your daughter is the same age. So we figured out a way to get together and we went to the San Francisco Zoo, right? And uh the the fucking weirdest thing about that whole deal where we're talking about uh we take it back to that that bloodletting tour where reshep yep yeah dude so we got <laughs> fucking decrepit what? odious Risha? yeah dude so listen to this story so we got decrepit odious and uh and inherit all on that tour back then or and fucking fast forward to now and obi and me are just in in contact we're like dude we're gonna get together fuck yeah let's get the kids together and we we all meet up dude the moment that i am giving obi a hug hello i look to my right risha's walking up to the zoo with his family as well and i'm just like wait what jesus like funny of all the times like there was time like we were late that day we we had planned to get there earlier and 
both Obi and I were like, oh, dude, we got this, this, and that. And, and it kept on moving, you know, a couple times in the conversation forward in time. And then all of a sudden, boom, the time that we're there is the exact time that Reesh is coming up. So it, it was just pretty cool. There's pictures of that, too. That we, yeah. we got a picture together. Yeah. We had a good day that day, yeah, too, dude. dude. But that was I... like like one of those super weird coincidences, man. Synchronicity, like, dude. It can only happen in Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not from NorCal. That's no, the whole thing. No, that's what I'm saying, dude. I've never been to that fucking zoo in my life, man. I, I didn't know anything about that place, dude. Right? And yeah. Rich is like, if he's down in Santa Cruz, it's, it would have taken him an hour and 15 minutes to get there. Yeah. You know, so it's like all these things happen to where we all converged on the same point at the same time. Pretty cool. Yeah. What a trip. That was, yeah, that was a total trip, man. Years after we had seen each other all together. Years. Like, Many years. It would have been those, those. This shows. was like, this was like a year. Or a I year mean, I'd seen ago. you after, but I'm saying like Risha, me and you together would have been the, that. 2006 tour and then boom he's here there definitely he's here there he's yeah. here there but he's here and and i'm hugging i'm like oh shit dude get in here for the hug dude yeah that was the weirdest <laughs> thing ever dude that was super fucking trippy man yeah i loved it yeah. though i had a good day yeah all that right so awesome, we're at pathology so did how many tours did you do with pathology before um be crazy? Well, you know i did the one in 2010 with them and then you know what was cool with that was uh um did they had you know they had like it was like a um what do you call it musical chairs with fucking vocalists you know because i told them uh because i was getting married so i'm like look i got a wedding so i can't really do this whole tour so he's like, okay, like, well, you'll do this much. So I did like, I don't know, like two or three weeks or something came around. And then we picked up Sean Whitaker in Texas oh, shit. and, and he hitched a ride. I, I continued to do the vocals and he was just like chilling with us to California. And then when we got to California, he took over and did the rest of his tour. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, with him. They, that kind of makes sense. Like he wants to see everybody doing it before he actually gets up on stage. You know, it's like, if you're going to jump on real quick, we were talking Gabe style, like learning something really fast and then just jumping on it. Like, I mean, that, that seems beneficial to be on the tour with the band a few shows before he actually gets on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of see how it goes. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. So you know, he, he did that. And then, uh, you know, I, I had to come home, get married and stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, then my, I guess you could call it a, uh, an active hiatus, uh, was in effect for, I don't know, fucking, uh, what was that? 2011. And now we're in 2020. So probably six to seven years. Um, I didn't really, uh, until I joined Iniquitous was when I really started like doing some more music stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, then Dave asked me to do that stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like, I, you know, I, I, me, me and Dave are like, cool, man. He's a good dude, you know? 
Um, and you were up when you were up here for that zoo thing. You were up here recording for one of the pathology albums with Zach, right? Yes, that was the last album, Reborn to Kill. We were up there, uh, fuck, probably a year ago or something, maybe a little more. It was a little more than that, but I, I would say two years ago. Uh, it, it, no, it was less than two years ago because um, my youngest was born and she was actually home with mom while i took the boys to the zoo with you so yeah she's she's not she's gonna be three in march so obviously it's that's the three-year mark so yeah um, so, but with zach oren was who you were doing your vocals with right absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah no he's good people, so what part man. what part of that album did any of that was was any of that done with Zach besides the vocals? Everything or was all of it done. Okay, did the whole thing there. Okay, yeah, yeah recorded everything with Zach, and then uh, uh, we put it out on pavement uh, because mm -hmm. they just wanted like a one album deal. And uh, it's funny, dude. Pavement's like a I don't know. Pathology's always done like trippy, weird shit. You know what I mean? Like they signed a victory. Like what fucking brutal death metal band signs the victory record? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's they, he's always done like the weirdest shit. And uh, was there a Discord album on Pavement too, or am I tripping? Mm -hmm. Was no. What was uh? Never mind. Sorry. I I, I don't know. They did a bunch of like they obscure put like Midwest shit. Crash um, music was. Oh, I was thinking crash, of Crash. Sorry, yeah, crash, I was, crash I was and mixing Pavement that up. were kind of like together, right, Casey? Oh, okay. I don't. I don't really know. If the, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. Either I way, I, I was just I don't know. mixing yeah. it up. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but like I was tripping out when he was like, "Oh yeah, Pavement's like going to do this and that," and and uh, you know, Dave's very strategic about like what he wants to do with the band, and uh, um, I dig that. You know what I mean? Like. You know, you gotta you gotta make smart moves, especially you know we're we ain't fucking kids anymore. You know what I mean? We gotta figure out what's best for all of us to do. Um, and uh, that was a good move. You know, Pavement was a solid label, solid. They uh, they put out our last album, Reborn to Kill, and uh, um, we toured the fuck out of it, and all the way up till the uh bitter weird end yeah and uh so yeah it was uh that worked out well i mean so now what are the plans for pathology in the moment like you guys is everybody who should be writing writing oh or yeah you guys yeah and that's the thing you know, people like pathology has been kind of notorious for like a revolving door of members and us four now are like solid and we're doing this, like we're doing it, you know, um, we're all having a great time. We're, we're making music together. These dudes are, are great dudes. You know what I mean? The music is fucking fun as hell. Um, and, uh, uh, there's some big things in the works and I can't really say what, mm -hmm. but, uh, we're, we're going to be making moves. And, well, dude, I'm, uh, I'm really happy hearing you big moves. That's I'm really nice. I was going to say, I'm really happy hearing you talk like this. Cause it's like, you, you really want to be excited for the future if you're in a project and, 
it sounds like you are. So it's just like, it's really good to hear that, you know? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's one thing to be in a band, like with people that you can. And like I said earlier, it's like huge when you're in a band with where, where everyone meshes, you know, that's like so important. You know what I mean? Like I've yeah. seen bands like brain drill implode on the road. You know what I mean? You, they go out, you go out on the road and you just like, it just, you know yep yep um yeah like true you know um wild west dude. me and the dudes in pathology can like Rose fart talk. in each other's face all day long and <laughs> good you know what i mean like it's all gravy dude like yeah, all day. those dudes are super cool um so i'm i'm and, I'm, and I, actually i was gonna say just to add to that was you're talking about how it's a revolving door of members if was was that's what i'm saying so your your lineup had actually stopped that revolving door you know and 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 that's really fucking cool to say you know like because i've I've heard of it across the board with so many different bands i mean you can go up to frank zappa frank zappa never never had the same lineup on every other every shoulder everything dude so there's there's always a goal behind the revolving door it's to have a fucking solid lineup you know there's a there's a end goal you know what i mean and like Mm -hmm. the end goal is to get everybody in the revolving door and to just keep them spinning but that's like like yeah yeah. spin them out just keep them in there yeah that that's what i was like saying you know what i mean i'm like you know we just need to get us together and play shows and play shows Mm-hmm. and play shows and be good and with each other shows. <laughs> but I and mean, be good though you know it's like yeah. you can't put you're, you're gonna do the, all these shows if you're with somebody who you can't vibe with and that's gonna eventually no. fucking burn out you know no, not at all yeah for sure for sure so that's what it is it's like you're on a, it's like you guys hit the roulette you guys fucking got all four guys to line up in the right spot yeah at, at this age too it's just like you don't want to do that when you're when you're younger maybe you're like oh this guy's kind of weird this guy's kind of weird we'll make it work blah blah, blah. but mm-hmm. as you get older it's like dude let's fucking just have fun man yeah. Yeah. i just want to be like i'm tired of that drama just, shit yeah like, i just want to be you know with I mean? brothers and i want to make sure that if i say some stupid shit that they'll put me in my place and then i accept it with uh brotherhood and i have let me just note that i have yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry pathology guys i'm sorry i'm sorry for minnesota and uh i'm gonna say sorry to andre i'm sorry they, they think, think, how many how many years of the program is okay i'm gonna say okay. sorry to you because well, I spilled, no. I, i'm gonna say sorry to obi because i spilled my dip bottle in his car well like, that is the yeah. worst thing to do no you could spill something worse than a, a dip, dip I mean, that's like, bottle yeah. dude that's good mint that's mint hey, though it wasn't it's a gym mint bottle bro yeah but it still smells like mint no like you know it's it not like, like in it's not like, I don't know. It's not like an old, like an IPA is worse than that. Tony, like, like, it was winter. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, spilling an IPA. It smelled April fun. fresh. It was dude. great. I thought I was in the forest. <laughs> exactly. See, you brought him back. You probably got some memories and maybe wrote a tune about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, Kurt's wild tune about fucking wintergreen, dude. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, fuck uh, yeah. hey, hey, on hey, the Kurt's wild tip, real quick, I have been. 
obsessing on buying a T-800 skeleton. Um, they're they're going to sell them their $7,000 fucking dollars. A fully assembled T-800. With the Better start selling some Damn. Chris Barnes gear, dude. <laughs> I know. Dude, that, that is like... <laughs> I don't even know what it's like. It's it's good. It's like you got to sell some Ace Ventura gear, <laughs> but it's a two. A t, that's that's an old school model though, the T eight hundred, right? Mark? Yeah, that's a, dude. My, dude, the ter- the first fucking Terminator, dude. Like, yeah. I don't care if, like, for me, it's a second one for me. T2, but the, of course, T two. I what, I, so, I'm thirty six. You you're know, a like, few years younger than me, man. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. Why. I, I saw that like, when I was five years you know? old in the theater. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Fucking, I was five years old, dude. I'm yeah, I'm thirty six. Like for me, I was like whatever. No, it was like, dude, it was like, I was eight years. It wasn't, it was, yeah, it's the same. Dude, the it was original, like 91. Wait, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, let, me, so, let me talk about that real quick. Wait, 37? wait. All right, go for <laughs> wait, it. Hold on, hold on. So, yeah, so that, dude, I saw that that movie, just like Joel was talking about, like we were both about seven, eight years old, you know, because it was like, you know, that time. And then Terminator 2 came out and all that stuff. And all. I remember like my dad took me to go see it. It was like, oh, me shit, too. dude. Fuck. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, same time. Yeah. And like, uh, dude, I remember that like in the very beginning that like oh the co- skull crushing the skull crush thing was like oh yeah, my yeah. god, you know, like, oh, shit. dude, I was, <laughs> then, was the, yeah yeah keep going yeah the whole crowd I remember like it was at a Century Theater in San Jose and it was right yeah. next to the Winchester Mystery House like one of those big dome theaters and it was like super hard oh, to get shit. tickets to it and uh, when the skull crushing scene happened the whole crowd was like. Ooh! Like everyone, yeah. everyone, like, <laughs> everyone yeah. freaked out and they started like clapping afterwards because they were so <laughs> well it's funny you mentioned that so like the best part after that just like you guys of course you know my dad todd and he runs or whatever yeah. it is and he he rides off on the motorcycle and then it's like and it's the the you know you could be mine guns and roses yeah yeah well, speaking of Obi, you say dude. you were in the in the program for a while, dude. Yeah. You know, uh, my my dad was the chairperson of Northern California for Narcotics. I've talked to you about that a couple times, bro. Yeah, and he, uh, the guy that gets thrown on the in the on the grill in the opening scene where he burns a tries to burn the cigarette or cigar on Arnold's chest. Yeah, uh, yeah. On, uh, that was uh, one of my dad's like buddies from the program. Dude, really? That's yeah, cool. yeah. That's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah, I had, I had links to that movie, man. That's fucking awesome. Terminator One. I'm sorry. I like Terminator One a lot. Wait, wait. And in, in the first one, or the what are you talking second about? Second one. You know the second one, the bar yeah. scene. Remember the bar scene where he yeah, where he, the, he gets the yeah. cigar. He's just all like, yeah, dude. He puts it out right here, right? He's all, I want like your right keys, your chest. boots, and your motorcycle. That that whole part. It was that guy's just yep. all. You, you have to see. In my in my humble opinion, dude, there was too much money in the second one. The well, first one. The first one, dude. Okay, and check this out, dude. When we recorded the second Inherit Disease album, we watched the fucking extended cut of The Terminator, like with James Cameron's, all of his fucking excerpts from everything, you know what I mean? And those dudes ran out of money. They came in, like when when Arnold was was going in to kill Sarah, the first Sarah Connor, when he pulled up in the fucking station wagon. Dude, that was live in la they were they ran out of money so they had a camera and they had arnold pulling up in a fucking station wagon running over a fucking little child's toy the little truck (laughs) and then he walks up to the fucking you know all that shit and yanking the fucking big biker dude out the fucking uh the telephone booth yeah yeah stuff is 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 extras that they did rogue so all the people behind that scene 
are real. Yeah. You oh, know damn. what I mean? They ran out of cash. Okay. I, I just, I dude, I just, I don't know. The, so that's whole, why it wasn't as good. Um, so uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I love you, buddy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Hey, no, we get in a Terminator fight. So I'm sorry, you're not old. Same fuck, director. Sorry, right? No, no. I just that's totally a Joel move to. No, I'm just kidding. Like yeah, bleed okay. your heart out about what you love, and then and just and I just crush it. I just I just I take <laughs> yeah. that toy and I just run over it, just like they did. <laughs> the baseball bat. He's like home run. That was my dreams, right there, dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. Fucked up, bro. Dude, you're... I love the music in the first one. It's like don't don't fuck like, with part two. We need sick. all this merchandise to come out of storage right now, dude. He needs to go know that he's gonna do the part two to bring that stuff out. Yeah. Dude, what else? Like, all right. So it's a recreation no, of the skeleton. Like would... It's a recreation of the skeleton you're gonna buy. It's not like anything. Oh, obviously, seven thousand so dollars. I, I think you okay. I'm when Chris gonna... Barnes dies, are you gonna purchase his skeleton? <laughs> I. I think that Obi should get. I I support you in this T eight hundred. I I think it's worth it, dude. I think. You you think? Yeah. I've been really uh, considering it, like big time. I've, uh, I've always wanted like the head. They have uh, sideshow collectibles. Like they make a head with like three vertebrae on it, mm -hmm. and it says T two, like a big square on it. It says T two, and it's like a fucking head, and you can like turn this thing on the head and like pull the fucking brain oh, shit out shit. of it. Uh, chip out of it yeah those are like 500 bucks or something 700 bucks but this one is like seven thousand bucks but it's a fucking six foot tall yeah that's yeah full-blown yeah. it's the main furniture. piece of your house if you're gonna yeah. go the main piece of your house you know <laughs> yeah go, you know? go home you know it's kind of yeah that's a fucking mastectomy for me dude yeah be <laughs> <laughs> so cool though dude yeah. but Fuck just yeah, come dude. home from work every day you're just like <laughs> you can put the the cannibal t-shirts on the <laughs> yeah, right? i will do it all bro <laughs> yeah i can do whatever i want dude you can dude. <laughs> like i'll be like you're, Buffalo you fucking, Bill in his you house, fucking you know? own your business you can do whatever I know, you we're, want, we're talking dude. about like uh you know struggling uh, musicians and stuff like shout out what's yeah. your company name what's oh your yeah company name? if someone wants tile what do they go what's it called Elite Tile Works. And, and you know what? Let me fucking... Let me, okay, check it <laughs> out. It. Go ahead. Yeah. Here's my fucking logo right here. Oh, fuck yeah. Works. I just changed it because it's been 10 fucking years. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to change the logo a little bit. Um, I have a fucking... I have a fucking dream of fusing my passions. Like death okay. metal and fucking tile work. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I, I, I brought this to Chris Barnes literally like probably fucking eight years ago or something. And I told him, I'm like, because I had a weird dream that I fucking built this dude a shower. And, and I remembered in my dream how I built it and what it was, you know, it's fucking trippy, dude. Um, but he, I don't know, he, he just like bowed out. He was just like, <laughs> I don't know. But, but, but I <laughs> that dude okay i i built him like like a little model like this big was it a diorama <laughs> anthony no a bottle of, a mild model how big on. sorry <laughs> why are you laughing you dickhead <laughs> I'm sorry, that. dude, because I've had too much beer. He's, and he's, I'm, he's, no, I'm not talking about you, Anthony. I'm talking <laughs> about you, Joel. 
Oh, because I'm watching Anthony. <laughs> I feel guilty because I'm laughing and it's like not he's standing. Even... He's 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 right below my camera, so I just hey, see him just no. It's okay. Out. You know why? You know why? I'm a couple. Is it a diorama? Come on. I'm a couple I... years older than you guys, so okay, right. yeah. I'm just a little bit smarter. Okay, <laughs> you are. I mean, you're wiser. You have you have oh, experience. Yeah. You hey. have experienced this uh, world dude. a few more years more yeah. than me. I got a lot of stupid under my belt, so. Um, <laughs> No, we're not calling you stupid at all, dude. I'm just laughing at uh at what? Chris what you, Barnes what and I'd love him to death at the same time. It's <laughs> it's funny. All right. <laughs> We've gotten off the rails here. Yeah, what's, hardcore, what's, dude. What's, okay. what's the dream? What's we're, the we're all joking. The two okay. Trip out trip out on this, dude. I had a fucking dream like when I was listening to a lot of fucking old school death metal. Um, I had a fucking dream that I built Chris Barnes a shower. Like in my fucking dream, like I knew exactly what I was going to do. Like, I, I, I don't know if any of you guys ever had that happen, but like, okay, no, before, okay, before you said that, I had that, but it was with Tupac. He lived in my backyard in my shed. Swear to God, I had the fucking same dream. Tupac was in my backyard after he exactly. died. I'm just like, so. It, it, I understand okay. what you're saying, and I'm totally just poking. I at feel okay. Trip out on this, dude, and I feel like I'm like Doc Brown with the flux capacitor, dude. Mm-hmm. I I fucking woke up and I sketched out a shower that I built for fucking Chris Barnes, dude, with a <laughs> one of those as the shower head. What? Like his mouth was the shower head? what's up i'm, I'm, what is I'm this? looking at you yeah <laughs> you dickheads <laughs> no dude you went with like this you said he had the shower like this and i was like yeah we don't so understand did you that have, what does that mean yeah, i was like mean? a face you guys are fucking assholes <laughs> what am i doing dude i'm not even doing it. i was like i saw you do that and i was like okay so is this like a face that's spitting no, water okay. at him okay all right I had a fucking dream that I built a fucking shower for this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I hit him up, dude. And I was like, dude, I had a fucking dream. I built this shower. And I fucking, I woke up in the morning, mm-hmm. like bumping your head with a flux fucking capacitor. And I drew out this fucking shower. And I sent and it to what him. it look like? Um, I... I I haven't seen it for probably so, 10 years. Why would it be? What's it linked to? Why is it linked to Chris Barnes? That's what I want to know. Like, yeah, how does it make I, a Chris I Barnes think, shower? I think, here's the thing, dude. I, th- I think that I had been listening to so much old cannibal corpse that, that it like just like fused into my dreams, dude. And because, you know, I, I'm a tile guy, man. And I think about that shit all the time, dude. So when that shit happened, I just, I shot him a message randomly. I'm like, dude, I had a super weird dream. And I, I drew, like when I woke up, I drew it out like fucking Doc Brown, dude. You know what I mean? Like I drew the whole fucking thing out all crazy with like the sixes, like, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, I dreamt, I built you a fucking shower and I was not lying, dude. You know, some, I was like, Hey man, and he was like, dude, cleaning shit. What? Like he, he had like sixes, like triple six shower shit no six is for like six feet under oh like okay. you know the backwards six uh okay i don't know yeah 
I'm, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just, no, dude, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love Let's it. just like no. cut this part out and go to something else. <laughs> come on, dude. No, we're having a good time, dude. Come on, this is fine. You're I great. Love dude. it. You're dude, doing. I'm, it. I'm being totally this real. This is my though. favorite dude, one so far. I'm, this is my favorite know, podcast so far. Exactly. Hey, straight hey. up, dude. This is what we want, bro. Listen, we want the real. I'm being totally fucking real, man. And I'm you not making fun of it. And I know, I know, I know. I know how much hate that motherfucker gets and shit, but like Bro. this was literally this was literally fucking ten years ago, and yeah. I had a fucking dream. I built a fucking shower for him, man. So what do you like? He said so, okay. So what? No, I just want to real what quick, Joel. That? I just want to go back because I want Ob to know this. Like Chris Barnes was the first motherfucker that I heard that made me realize like I wanted to do death metal vocals. Okay, like I yep. I heard Eaten Back to Life and I heard Morbid Angel. And I was just like, yes, these these are the types of vocals that I want to do. So whatever I'm saying right now, I'm just fucking having fun, dude. <laughs> Wait, I can't get close enough now. <laughs> you guys ever notice, like, I, the more buzzed I get, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Oh, dude, you have a cool fucking colored eyes, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, beautiful different. eyes, dude. No, you really do. They're different. No, no, They're green. Cool. They're yeah. green. All right. So I'm not talking shit about one of the most famous and awesome death death metal vocalists of all time. You already did Barnes twice. is always hey, always going to call you show. out right now. You already did twice this episode, but it's okay. Did That's I really fun. say that anything that bad though? No, I want to wear that shirt, dude. You're going to take a picture of me in it. Cool. All right. <laughs> or not. Get your ass down here. No, you said you were coming up here, dude. Yeah, I'm coming up there. I'm gonna pack bring the shirt with you. And no, hell no. Hey, they don't have a vacuum sealed fucking COVID. Dude, I will shower. I will shower four times that day. I'll shower four times that day. I'll scrub it all down. I'll stay in a a vacuum. Like no, that's another joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not for real. You almost said I'm for real. You almost said I'm for real. Just. Okay, anyway, so we can we can let's let's like, not, get back on track. Let's get more on on track because we're kind of we're yeah, going a little skewed, off the, off the Joel, Joel, but no, thank you for taking over, buddy. No, but Obi, Obi. So the one thing I, I don't you, understand Obi. though, the one thing I don't understand is that when you said that you're you built you had the shower thing, you never concluded. So what happened? You showed it to him, and then what? I showed it to him, and he was. Um, this was when he lived in Florida. This was like okay. I don't know, fucking a long ass time ago. And he was like, dude, I'd love to fucking have you do it. But I'm like moving out of Florida and I'm moving to fucking Seattle. And I was like, cool, man. Like, that's even better. Move to fucking Seattle and, uh, you know, we'll make it happen from there. And he was like, OK, cool. And then he moved to Seattle. And I'm like, dude, like, what, what's going on, man? Do you want like because, dude, I was going to build this thing for him for free, Jesus. like for free, bro. Damn. That's how fucking stupid I am. Well, no, also, you just had this vision and you wanted to uh, ex- execute it as an artist when we were going to see Joel bring it back to you calling doing art, doing tile as art. Like, that's what you're saying. You had mm-hmm. a vision you want to execute. Yeah. But I had a fucking dream about that. And I don't, I don't like usually, you know, what sucks about working a lot in your life is like, you work all day and then you go home and then you go to sleep and in your dreams, you dream about what you do in the day and then you wake up 
and you feel like you worked a whole fucking day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I've had so many of those dreams. That's a horrible thing. You know what I mean? But it is. But unless you're doing something that you love. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And when something like that popped up, like I just had to like kind of speak out about it. And now I'm just like, I want to do it for anybody in metal. Like any, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I shot a message to fucking, uh, uh, do from broken hope you're talking about mixing the tile business with death metal right yes yeah yeah yeah. you know yeah um i want to do a fucking shower for scott ian from fucking anthrax sod i would oh, yeah. love to fucking do something for anybody that wants well you to got you me. got me thinking now so it's like you could really as a as a tile guy you can at, look at it artistically and be like okay what is the a variation of tile that would represent Scott Ian from Anthrax? You know, and you look at all your tile. I've already got it down. Like I can nice, do anything. Dude. Like anything oh, yeah. anybody wants to do. Like I can do like water jet marble cutting. Like, you know, you want to have a fucking glowing logo of your fucking band on the wall. In there your we go. Shower? Shout like, out. I can make that happen. <laughs> Shout out to Obi's Tile Company. You want a glowing logo? You can do that. Elite. Elite, elite towel company. You can, works. you can you can get a you can get whatever you want in your shower. Obi, Obi Flett. Yes. Obi Flett, ladies and gentlemen. But if you're not in Cali, you got to fly him out. I, there it dude, is. If it's the right person, dude, like I'll come out. I don't even care, man. You already like, I was thinking about like you know, man. I, I, I would do a shower for fucking John Tardy. John Tardy. I would nice. fucking do a shower for that dude. Like a glowing fucking obituary logo or like the goat eye. Like, holy fuck. I would do some sick ass shit for that dude. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? That's cool, like, man. I mean, that's a that's a unique way to mix your art and your work with uh, your hobby and what you love. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's cool. That's what and we you do. can also that's move it into get older, you know, you can move yeah. it into the fans of those bands too. like whoever you they want to do. You get your yep. whatever your favorite band in your shower, you know, but hey. To like cap this off, to make a long story short, man, like I have, I'm, I'm like, I have achieved a really good balance, Anthony. Mm-hmm. That's it's good, really dude. Good. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, good, brother. Like, yeah. like work is good and my fun is good and everything, oh, yeah. is good, you know, it's really hard to achieve, bro. And, yeah, and, yeah. and the reason why I know you called me out is because you know that out of everybody on this podcast, I'm the closest to where you're at, dude. We're, we're grinding and we're grinding for the people that we love. We've made some of the people that we love and we're grinding for them. And this podcast and, has kind of been a, a way for you to kind of mix your love for podcasts and metal together, Anthony. That's kind of like totally, you know, dude. It's like where you can kind of. Still well, yeah, yeah. It's it, like. I mean, find the death metal dads the guys that that went through it somewhat like me and also are yep. in a position to now have to be responsible for other humans and yep. and actually like not only just be responsible for them but like make an impact and yep and that's what i'm striving to do every every day and i know that obi every time i talk to you bro you're doing the same thing dude I know I, I don't have to be do it right, bro. We're trying to do it right. You know, I don't have to be we... a fly. I don't have to be a fly on the wall in Obi's house to know that Obi's fucking doing it right, dude. That's why we got the right motherfucker for the job for the fucking 
seventh episode, which we're gonna yeah, wrap up dude. here, right? We're I think yep. we're lucky number seven. I don't lucky even know number seven. I fucking Obi. Thanks what? for coming out, Hobie. I know you hey. pissed him. Whatever. Yeah. Hobie, hey, nobody's ever called me uh, Hobie except for the local guy Hobie. at the store. <laughs> Hobie. <laughs> Hello, Hobie. 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 <laughs> well, dude, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate mm-hmm. it, dude. Hey, yeah, this was man. super fun, dude. And I'm yeah. actually not joking. Like, let's really do like a another. Yeah, I want the fucking memorabilia. Obi Obi merch stash episode. Yeah, so we can do that. That like that's literally can be like an hour long thing, bro. I'm dude, down. We're that, here that, for that, an like, hour. I have that should be a really, Patreon episode, ha- though. What? Yeah, that should yeah. be for the paying the paying supporters. How can people yeah. support your bands? Are like on yeah. the oh. websites and order? Um, we don't have Patreon, but if you want to support the bands that I'm in, you can go to pathologyband.com and order some merch or a CD or uh, whatever else we have on there. Awesome. Um, you can go yeah. to New Standard Elite and order some Iniquitous Deeds merch. Fuck yeah. uh, I'm not sure what they have on there, but support those dudes. You know what I mean? And of course, Inherit Disease, um, my OG band. Yep. Uh, hey, you got to search. If you're that diehard, you got to search. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, Use the Google. Google you're, search. you're just putting us onto something real quick. I was just going to say, like, you know, we this has been such a quick thing that we started doing. We didn't really have too much plan before we started doing it. And uh, we haven't really been mentioning any of the other bands, you know, socials and other other aspects of getting to their merch or information about them. So it's just if you've seen if you haven't seen the other episodes, go check them out. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Uh, it's cool that we're on Apple Podcasts now so you could listen to us soundcloud as well so uh yeah dude it's just we're just gonna keep going with this obi it was super cool to fucking have you dude fuck yeah uh hey, honey, man i'm I, I i didn't i didn't even plug archaic oh dude dude go for it dude. i didn't even say archaic once this whole time that's fine dude <laughs> no th- go for it dude plug it right it's fucking sick dude yeah Eric yeah. Fucking shit, bro. and company are fucking amazing dude yeah dude those guys are fucking the most hard-working death metal band i've ever seen in southern california right they're coming they're so, coming over from my my friends giving they're gonna be here yeah dude. yeah yeah i'll tell <laughs> you know? all over the place yeah. but what i was gonna say is that yeah dude it's just like it's really cool you're a little bit older than us it's like there's these half uh generations that we don't even call it generations anymore it's just like you know everybody's everybody but it is what it is a little bit older than us we're a little bit younger than you and then archaic's just a little bit younger than us so it's like yep the the trickle down situation you know and uh it was just it's really cool to watch those dudes from what we knew what they were till now that's what it is is to know that that we were in your scene the socal scene you were watching all these young cats come up same thing in the bay we were watching all these young cats come up we were coming up in the same way so it's just like just keep the cycle going dude you know what i really hope is the is the best thing to come out of this man that the next time that i see you or fucking joel or casey or anybody on this fucking podcast that we bro down so hard 
<laughs> yeah. We bro yeah. down hard. We always do, dude. Every time, last, last time I saw you, it's just nothing but a bro down. That's all it is. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. It's awesome. Bro. Totally, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'd love to get to hang out with you sometime, Obi. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Definitely. Fuck Definitely. Yeah. For sure. I'll come out to Pat all right, OB, brother. For sure. Oh, Thanks for hang out on, just for OB. a couple more minutes after the end of this. But yeah, I love everybody. Sure. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was a blast. Episode seven in the bag. We will be taking a break for Thanksgiving, but uh, we'll be back after that. So tune in. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.